dry run podcast the podcast where we have no set format we just kind of try different things episode to episode segment to segment in fact we got something going on all month we're uh looking at movies of people from hollywood who are monstrous and this week our monster is mel gibson (laughs) uh i that that laugh you heard is the the ghoul we have beside us, Tim Scallon, or beside me. Yes, rather. yes. Hello, hello, hello. And we're also here with Nathaniel Atwood. Hey. Hey. I I want to start <laughs> off by saying <laughs> earlier I was a little concerned. Uh, there there was a cricket in our basement that I had a cat and mouse game with for about an hour. I think it's <laughs> gone now. I don't hear it. Um, but I was really concerned, honestly. You mean, you mean like a literal, like, insect? There was a cricket in the basement that I spent an hour trying to find. Was it like that, uh, episode of Breaking Bad, The Fly? The most controversial yes. episode it, of the it, series? It, it was in That's our... a great episode. It yeah. was underneath Arguably, our water yeah. heater, and I tried, I honestly tried for an hour to try to get it and capture it, bring it outside, you know? Mm-hmm. There's leftover bug poison if you want to... <laughs> well, no, no. Or... <laughs> Because there, there's a there's a cat that hangs out down there, but um, we'll look it up. If Tim's it's, like, I've been using the bug. No, it's I, it, 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 it's it's quiet now. I I was concerned it would yeah, like no meowing. Weird. <laughs> Just utterly silent. Claws falling out. <laughs> oh, he's right there. Great. We're we're good. We're good. Um. So yeah, we're uh, in the big furry bug. We're in the midst of our <laughs> monster movie month, um, and we are watching today a Mel Gibson classic, The Passion of the Christ, a film that none of us had never seen. This is a part of our movies we missed sort no, of none format. None of us have ever seen. Yeah, none of us have never seen. Yeah, I may have misspoke. <laughs> I'm. Struggling. We've never seen this movie until today. Or yesterday. He's struggling yes. because this movie arouses a lot of, uh, you know, passion. Yeah. Um, it, it might be kind of early. I don't know if you guys have picked up on it, but I am bad at talking <laughs> and reading. <laughs> and if you've listened to our previous episodes, you're probably already you're aware winning. of this. Cut, you know, cut, cut the reading element out then. Just just riff on it like the greats, I yeah, think. Dude. You know, just... Um, yeah. Well, memorize I'm, everything. When I say reading, I mean recalling from memory. Of course, of course. You know, as as the greats do. Yeah, those great recallers like of the past. Lil like Wayne never writes down a verse. Tim, your top three favorite recallers from the past. Three favorite recallers. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Yang from our grade. Um, he. We we went we went to high school with him, but he was one of those pie competitors where he like wrote you know remembered the digits of pie. So, Wait, who was that? Uh, Yang. Um, Yang, huh? I I, re- I, I recall he, him. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he uh he would like he would enter these competitions right where like you know you know most people are lucky if they remember like three point one four one five nine, but I mean these whoa whoa these, whoa these kids what. 
the, <laughs> these kids like they're like they're, they they were kids just like us um but possibly lamer um who would go to these competitions where they would remember like hundreds or thousands of digits i just feel like there's better ways to spend your time like i, I don't know what is that what, what, what what's the point i mean what's the like end goal like well so eventually have you never like, been asked com- on like, the street? So computers can calculate it to hundreds of thousands of digits right now, I think. And so, I mean, that's, you know, imagine a number that is hundreds of thousands of digits long. I mean, it's, you know, Whoa, it would fill up. Dude, you know, sick. It would take a very, very, very long time. That's a, and lot, a lot of, of numbers. Com- a lot of commas to write out, you know. Um, you know, that's a lot of war bucks. Um, you know, is it? So that yeah, but so 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 like so is it worth it? I mean, I guess if those computers die, <laughs> you, gave, you gave no reason why that would ever be worth it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, I, I, weighing both sides, one being nothing and the other one being yeah, you're a loser. Yeah. We're all about equivalency here on the Dry Run Podcast. You know, we give both sides. Um, so yeah, I mean, fuck. Do you hear that? Only out of my right ear. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love uh, Jeff Bezos. He's providing uh, the choice choice equipment. You know, you can have just gives a show. You can have some nice audio technicas, and uh, you can still only you can hear out of one of them. Spend twelve dollars on a headphone splitter, and it only works in one ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was some, half some, off. Some, some something like that. <clears throat> Anyways, Passion of the Christ. Yeah, so our monster this week is Mel is Gibson. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably so, yes. The monster uh, in the movie is probably Satan, um, but... But the person that made the film is Mel Gibson. Let's, uh, let's hear about what's wrong with Mel Gibson. I, I thought he was a stand-up guy. Maybe I'm misinformed. Didn't he plant some trees and things? I thought he planted a tree. Uh, so Mel Gibson has donated very large amounts of money to Central American rainforest uh, conservation. That is actually true. Nice. And like uh, he's contributed to numerous other charitable ventures with um, his current and past partners, actually. Um, but we are not really here to talk about what makes a person super you know dope <laughs> we're we're kind of here to talk about what makes them a monster at least in the public eye or maybe at least in my eyes um and actually uh, it was i i think one of the most interesting things about revisiting this movie as a concept because i was familiar with it as an adolescent um probably at a time when i was you know very very intent on rebelling against the church um I mean, it's it's interesting to revisit this and get a good look at him and, and what he's said and done. So let's just open it back up. Yeah, I, the, it, the movie made a little bit of a splash. It uh, had a, a budget of $30 million, and uh, it grossed $622.3 million okay. box office. Yeah. And I, I think I think return. yeah I think That's that makes insane. it I think it's the highest grossing Christian quote movie of all time. Oh yeah, I mean I, I mean, don't even know any other. Really. Uh, what's the uh, what's the, the second God the, the, Charl- the Charlton Heston one? No, what is it? Uh, there's no God or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, God is dead. God is dead. There it is. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just made by the Duck Dynasty people. I mean, it was. I mean, <laughs> is it was it really. Yeah, it actually was. Oh, um, yeah. 
kind of kind of kind of strange connection there right ducks and and uh and god um well i mean god made ducks so yeah that's true just like he and god didn't make face masks and i won't wear one <laughs> is what the yeah, yeah. that one man in duck dynasty said didn't yeah. one of them die recently oh that's just terrible um i which part I, I feel very bad for their fans. Yeah, um, I agree. And I hope that they're all wearing masks. Um, but so Mel Gibson, I had to actually, I had to, I, I did make a list because unfortunately there's just like, there's a lot of stuff. Of his oopsies? That, or? There's a lot of oopsies that would, Slip like pretty much or? one of these would, any one of these would probably get a person it, canceled these days. Is it because of Ambien? No. Vodka. Yeah, it seems. It seems to be. It seems to be be because you start tickling a bottle of vodka. Ooh, you don't. Yeah, it seems to be. It seems to be intertwined with addiction, and and we can talk about that a little bit too. But so, um, too much. Gibson uh, met his his blood of Christ. Gibson met his wife. He's he's been he's been married once, and Gibson met his wife in the late seventies. He said never again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, is that a quote from Mad Max? Because he was just. I don't wrapping, know if he had. A, he I don't know if he got a second up, uh, chance to be married after the the first one. I don't know. If... Well, um. So I mean, actually, so he he seems to have had a pretty happy first marriage, at least at first. I mean, so soon after filming Mad Max, he met this chick in Australia. They shacked up and you know put a ring on it, and they had seven kids together. But. After 26 years of marriage... Seven they, kids, wow. Yeah, they had seven kids. And then after 26 years of marriage, they separated. 26 and, years? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they separated. Um, he later admitted this was following a drunk driving arrest in Malibu. In March 2009, photos leaked of him with Russian pianist Oksana Gregorieva. And uh, a month later, you know, Robin basically saw the pictures of him with this Russian hottie, and she filed for divorce. It would not be finalized until 2011 because there was probably a ton of money to jockey over. In fact, there was no prenup, and she was entitled to half of Gibson's money that he had earned during the time that they were married together. $400 million. Um, <laughs> Fucking so, score, dude. So, yeah, yeah. You, you know, so, so wait, wait, she, that, that's her half? Yeah, that's that? her half. That's her half. Holy, Holy fuck. fuck. He was almost yeah. a billionaire? Yeah, he was, he was, it seems to be that it, that was her half. He was doing very well. Um, he, so he was shacked up with this. He this, better this fucking penis, plant a tree. Jesus. Not to be confused with penis, um, which we'll talk about as well. Um, but, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> afterward, that afterward from our sponsors. Stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> no, so, so he had a daughter with this, uh, with this, this Russian woman, like in October of 2009. So the rumors were true. He was. So 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 she, by this point she was already by this point she was already pregnant by the time that the photos like went to the tabloids of him ah, with this other lady. That's a shame. And they did not last even through the end of his marriage because keep in mind he was still jockeying that until 2011. They split by 2010 him and the Russian woman. And in um so that was in April 2010 that they split. In June um, they she filed a restraining order against him and originally tried to have him not be his, able to see his their ex-wife? child. 
Yeah, uh, no, no, his um, his ex-girlfriend. The Russian? Yes, the Russian woman, oh, well. Gr- Grigorieva. Grigorieva filed a restraining order oh, against oh, him. Oh, Greg. And he repeated in kind against her four days later. He was able to get the part removed um, in between those two episodes where he wasn't allowed to see their child. Because originally... Wait, Okay, so originally, originally she made it so that he couldn't see her or or their kid, oh. and that they had just had. Okay, had gotcha. So clearly, it was not good. Um, and in fact, she had been complaining of domestic violence, and the L.A. Sher- County Sheriff's Department investigated Gibson for domestic violence in July 2010. And by July 9th, so you know this is the same summer that this is going on. The first of his rant tapes had leaked to the internet. So Greg, Greg leaked these. Grigorieva? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's 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 plausible that Grigorieva or somebody is familiar with her leaked it. But she she's she, the one that recorded she, it. Yeah, it, was, she, it, she wasn't recorded, to, it wasn't to his wife. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So his, his so so his his long his 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 girlfriend that he had just had a kid with and then was having fights with. Um, basically, she recorded them in arguments because I think her lawyers probably advised to her that she should. Um, so she did. And the tapes that went live are, I'm going to read some of it, but I think it's probably, we're probably just going to replace it with what, you know, an actual recording of him, because I don't think I should have to, uh, you know, bear his cross, you know, for the things that he has said. Can we get a, Boo. can we get a badum tiss? Yeah, I actually wrote badum tiss in my notes. Oh, badum tiss. Yeah, okay, there we go. Thank you. But, um, so, I, um... So this tape in which he calls her a whore and a cunt and goes on a rant referring to an unnamed Latina worker as a wet back, um, it begins with her berating her about the breastfeeding. (laughs) I'm not replacing this. (laughs) That's why I'm not going to actually say the N-word because you're going to have like... I'm kidding. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, yeah, but if I say that, then I can get him to say it, right? Um, no, I don't want you to say that. No one should say that. Oh, there you go. There you go. Perfect. Beautiful. Let, okay. let, let Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson uh, can let, say let, it. Let Mel Gibson okay. fucking say it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's <laughs> fucking said it. Okay. Anyway, anyway. So the tape begins with him berating Oksana, his girlfriend, about her breastfeeding Wait, of their I child. Thought it was Greg. Her name is her last name is Grigorieva. Oh, Oksana is her first name. Yeah, Oksana Grigorieva. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If I if I didn't do a good job enunciating that earlier, I apologize. Uh, Oksana, but he is he is berating her because she has breast implants and he is concerned about the <laughs> breastfeeding of their child, and he says, "So you're not lying to me about fake tits?" She answers, "I never have." Mel gets enraged and tells Oksana that she lied to him. When she denies it, he says about her tits, they look ridiculous. Get rid of them, why don't you? (laughs) But Oksana tells him that it's, you know, it's not really his business what, you know, she inserts into her own breasts, you know, uh, packet-wise. And he says, um, keep them if you want. They look stupid. Keep them if you want. Look stupid. See if I give a fuck. They look like a Vegas whore. And you go around sashaying in your tight clothes. I won't stand for that anymore. She answers that, you know, in fact, she doesn't walk around in tight clothes. You go on public and it's a fucking embarrassment to me. You look like a fucking bitch in heat. 
And if you get raped by a pack of N-words, it will be your fault, alright? Because you provoked it. You are provocatively dressed all the time with your fake boobs that you feel you have to show off. I don't like it. I don't want that woman. I don't want you. I don't trust you. I don't love you. Something's happening here. I think Tim is channeling Mel Gibson himself, dude. I feel kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like I... Are my clothes too I tight? didn't really like, have a lot to do during work today when I was like writing this up at the so second second half of the day. So I'm not gonna lie, I did like I did I did practice over. practice like at least the last part of the monologue to myself. You know, the I don't trust you. I don't, like, I don't know, dude. Like you can steal that and put it into a bad You look so. like a bitch in heat. Maybe not that part, but you know the you know I don't like it. I don't want that woman. I don't want you. I don't trust you, I don't love you. You know, it's not a good line, but no, I'm not you. That was. I don't think we need the. We don't need the tape. That was probably yeah, better. I, I, better no, quality. I don't think we sure. have rights to the tape. We're gonna use I, this. I think that. <laughs> great, lovely. Tim, you'll just play Mel Gibson okay, for the rest so, of the episode, all right? And we'll just so call he, you the fucker. So he didn't deny it, and he basically just said. I've never treated anyone badly or in a discriminatory way based on their gender, race, religion, or sexuality. Period. He literally just <laughs> every every single thing you just said is 100 percent bullshit. Yeah, like, what yeah. are you talking about? I don't blame some people for thinking also, that though. From the garbage they heard on those leaked tapes, which have been edited. You have to put it all in the proper context of being in an irrationally heated discussion at the height of a breakdown, trying to get out of a really unhealthy relationship. It's one terribly awful moment in time said to one person in the span of one day and doesn't represent what I truly believe or how I've treated people my entire life, is no, what he said. No matter how much you edit something, it doesn't change the fact that you use certain words. <laughs> like... What? I think the word the word pack is the worst part of, of that. Like the definitely the most racist part of that whole entire rant is the word pack. Oh, like, the pack of of, you know, black gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's like, um, like uh Yeah. That's 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 very uh I'm getting sweaty. Um yeah, yeah, but so so anyway, he, uh, so he so anyway, he has never yeah, heard so, of the so, so he feels yeah, so situation. he felt as though you know, that was, you know, not a super big problem. But he ended up, the court case that was kind of associated with, you know, basically the physical fight that they got in surrounding this, which is why she was recording this in the first place, it kept Cause he, going. Because he, he said that he threatened her life before. And I think, yeah, right? yeah, and I think that's why she was recording it, gotcha. basically, at the advice for lawyers or something. And so, by, by March 2011, he pled no contest to a misdemeanor battery charge, explaining that he couldn't continue dragging his family quote through the sewer needlessly so i'll take the hit and move on or I, maybe i paraphrase that but that's basically what he said um so he's gonna take the hit no pun intended on a misdemeanor battery charge and move on no contest for those who are not aware basically means you're not admitting to it but you're not going to argue with the fact that they've charged you with it because you don't want to drag the court case out there are a number of reasons why a person might do it being innocent and wanting to avoid a lengthy battle is one of them um but during this court case his uh, estranged wife but you robin still get, you're still you still get a guilty charge at the end of it don't you 
it's it's kind of like a guilty yes but you go on record as saying that you still are not admitting to doing it basically but, but as opposed charged, to like you're, yeah. you're still convicted yeah it's basically still being convicted yes so he got a misdemeanor battery charge during this this process his estranged wife robin who he hadn't quite broken up with yet uh stated to the court that he never abused her and Whoopi Goldberg and Jodie Foster, who both happen to know him through previous work, and I guess they were longtime friends of his, both publicly defended him. Whoopi Goldberg, I believe, called him a bonehead, but said that her, in her close experience with him, he is not a racist. Um, as of 2014, Gibson is still in a relationship with former champion equestrian vaulter and writer Rosalind Ross. Ross gave birth to their son and Gibson's ninth child, Lars, on January 2017 in L.A. So he's now he's been shacked up with the same woman for it looks like about like six years. Um, so. He's had some troubles with the women in his life. Um, whether or not that's any of our business, you might be wondering, you know, okay, you know, is, you know, what goes behind closed doors? Maybe she was hitting him too. We will never know. But that's not for us to decide because we are moving on to another category of shit that he did. Um, so um, Gibson was raised in a set of vacantists. What the fuck is that? What does that even mean? Gibson was raised in a set of va- vacantist uh, Catholic. Why is that so hard to say? What, is, what does that was, mean? Gibson was raised in a set of vacantist Catholic, uh, traditionalist Catholic family, meaning they rejected what they saw as the heretical teachings of Vatican II or the Second Ecumenical Council. The they fuck rejected every. <laughs> they rejected. You were raised Catholic. This is wild. You should I have, no, you have dude, this drilled in you. They rejected every pope, including Pope John Paul and after Pope John Paul II. Mm. They basically thought that he was a heretic. He was too liberal. He was leading the church down ways that were not in agreement. So even though they are supposed to accept him as the you know conduit of God's voice. They chose, basically, they chose not to and became heretics themselves. So he was raised in what's considered a traditionalist Catholic family. Though it may or may not be important to note this, and though I suspect he is not a part of this sect any longer, it is important to note that the Southern Poverty Law Center considers most traditionalist Catholic um, congregations of being hate groups, actually, for their going out of the way against... um, gay people and other uh and actually against jews um they're known for uh uh, violence and rhetoric against them um he also has run into trouble with the gay community uh not surprisingly probably because he is very catholic and the catholic church itself really until pope francis has had kind of a tenuous relationship with the gay community um but so glad or you know which is you know what is widely known as the uh you know gay and lesbian alliance against defamation um accused gibson of homophobia in 1991 because he made an interview with with a Spanish newspaper where he said they take it up the ass. He pointed at his rec- at, his, at his butt and he said at, at his rectum is there <laughs> <he is that? laughs> I didn't have it written down. I was just trying to add little. <laughs> 
They take it up the ass. He points at his ass, at his own ass, and he says, "This is only for taking a shit." When Ben, the, the the reporter reminded him that he worked with a lot of gay people in his own acting career. He said, "Yeah, they were good people, kind. I like them, but their thing is not my thing." When the interviewer pressed him and said, "Do you think people are gonna think like you're gay because you're an actor? Is that why this is a big deal?" He said. Do I sound like a homosexual? Do I talk like them? Do I move like them? What happens is when you're an actor, they stick that label on you. Gibson later doubled down on these comments and rejected Wait. calls to apologize. What 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 was the provocation of him saying this? Like what did she They they they, they asked him about gay people or something i oh. guess i don't know exactly what in 1991 classic interviewer in, in, question in, well, in 1991 it was probably more acceptable to be like what do you think of gay people because back then you know homophobia was still so rampant that wait it was this is 81 91 oh okay yeah 91 still. is when this interview happened i'm just picturing like what led up to mel gibson like standing yeah. up pointing Honestly, at his yeah, i was born in 91 in my lifetime <laughs> just I mean, seems like uh I mean, I Mel, know what, Mel Gibson. What happened leading yeah, but to, so to so I mean, Mel Gibson it, had his fall yeah, but, a lot later in the 2000s. Oh yeah, how no, much more? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of the, a lot him. of this stuff would have just got a person canceled in like 2020. But I mean, so his relationship with the gay community is not entirely bad. He did host ten uh, lesbian and gay filmmakers in collaboration with Glad for an on-location seminar on the set of the movie Conspiracy Theory in '97. And when asked about that uh, comment stuff, like two years later in '99, he said, "I shouldn't have said it, but I was tickling a bit of vodka during that interview, and the <laughs> quote came back to bite me in the ass." <laughs> it's interesting that he used ass at the end of that quote. Yeah. Given all the he stuff didn't that use he's rectum. About. Yeah, he didn't use rectum. No, no. But yeah, I mean that was what this callback to what Sano was saying earlier. You know, he was using alcohol to try to, I guess, justify saying things that are not really particularly awesome. <laughs> um, Gibson. Um, has actually quite a history with alcohol. Um, he said that he started drinking at the age of 13. In a 2002 interview, he told uh, the interviewer that he found out recently that he was, quote, manic depressive, um, which also means bipolar disorder. Um, Gibson was banned from driving in Ontario for three months in 1984 because he hit a car while under the influence. He went back to Australia to try to cool off and try to recover for a year, but he was still struggling with drinking outside of an otherwise professional, punctual career performance. Um, in 2003 and 2004, he said in reflection that uh, despair in his mid-30s had led him to contemplate suicide, and he meditated on Christ's passion to heal his own wounds mm. we're not done that wasn't a seg don't get excited um there's more uh, in 2006, he was arrested again for a DUI in L.A. County while speeding his vehicle with an open container of alcohol, which is illegal in most states. Um, according to, it says, yeah, I have written. Where is that not? I have it written in California. I, in Texas, it's not. You can you can drink while driving. I know. Well. They have drive-through liquor stores. No, I, I know. Yeah, that's Texas. crazy. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was just paying, I, the. I think the word the the words were speeding with an open container. Now, I was just wondering in what state that's not legal, but yeah, no, I, I mean, you, I, got you. I had written down which is illegal in California, but that just seems seems silly to say. Um, 
you know, because it's illegal here too. Um, but so, uh, according to the actual arrest report, he exploded into an angry tirade when the arresting officer wouldn't allow him to leave and drive home. He went and said, fucking Jews, the Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. Are you a Jew? <laughs> The rest report was, of course, leaked to TMZ.com, and he issued two separate apologies through his publicist and in a televised interview with Diane Sawyer herself. Um, he said, yeah, he did say this stuff. He affirmed that it was true. Um, he further apologized and said his behavior was despicable and blurted, and these comments were blurted out in a moment of insanity. He, what? He also, How many times? he also asked to meet with Jewish leaders to help him discern the appropriate path for healing. So he made oh, somebody yeah. else Origi- that was definitely his original take on idea. take on more work. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he he has to become somebody else's Please, pet help project. Help me repair now. my image. I'm clearly um, and he also entered into a recovery program to. to battle his own alcoholism. In August later that summer of 2006, Gibson pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor drunken driving charge and was sentenced to three years probation. Gibson's controversial statements and actions over his career resulted in his being blacklisted in Hollywood for almost a decade. Robert Downey Jr. and journalist Allison Hope Wiener advocated for forgiveness for Gibson in 2014, and two years later, uh, Gibson's film Hacksaw Ridge received uh, Academy Award nominations, and actors and agencies were becoming eager to work with him again because he was perceived as thawing in the public eye. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, people have uh, short memories, right? Used um, to, I guess. Yeah, well, not they, well, I mean, they still have short memories, and their outrage only lasts a certain amount of time. They just dredge shit up that they don't remember. It's stuff from a lot of times. It's stuff from before these kids were born. You know, they dredge up something 20 years old on Twitter. And maybe the person should be called out for it. Okay, I guess Twitter hasn't been around for 20 years. But you know what I mean. Um, But, yeah. So, actually, that basically, you know, brings us to the three main, I guess, questions that brings us to the three main questions of problems surrounding um, Mel Gibson. You know, his his own substance abuse and the actions surrounding it and his uh, willingness to blame his actions on that, um, his relationships and possible domestic abuse and his racism and his anti-Jewish behavior and his anti-gay behavior and um, just checking every single box that I could ever think of. Like, yeah, honestly, I don't know what else. What else there is shitty that you can? Yeah, well, he say gives he gives human. to the rainforest, right? Um, yeah, it's true. He did plant um, that tree once. So, following that timeline, uh, Passion of the Christ released in two thousand four. Where does that fall in this? Is it w- which racist tirade did it follow? Or go I can before? tell you in one sec here. Um, so, Passion of the Christ was actually that looks like it was about four and a half or five years before the racist tirade stuff. No, it was like six years before. So he had a good long period where people remembered him really, really well for making what they thought of as like a religious masterpiece, uh, Passion of the Christ. Well, there, there's a lot of controversy. A lot, a lot of people thought it was um, like anti-Semitic and um, like Ben... ben Bent the facts uh, and and the uh, um, portrayal of the Jewish people in the movie too. So I'm 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 interested in 
what when he called when he I took notes on that as well don't worry okay okay i'm just gonna shut up no keep going oh no i, I was just interested in when he uh asked that cop if he was jewish and said that all jewish people are responsible for you know every war and shit um when was that in relation to the passion of the christ because i know there was a lot of controversy over um his portrayal of uh jewish people in the in the movie uh <sighs> Because it, it, it could was, have been before, it was like it? two. It was like two years after. Two years after. Okay. So yeah, you one could possibly argue that you know his work on the movie, you know, influenced his you know animosity towards the Jewish community. Or he had it all along. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Well, and he maybe did have it all along because traditionalist Catholics are you know unfortunately associated with um with the, with uh, with uh the belief i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's the like the jewish deicide or something the idea that the jewish people are responsible for bearing you know the killing of god you know that they are the christ killers um and actually um the uh, the Catholic Church has actually rejected that since I believe the Second Ecumenical Council, and so that's one of the things that um, you know Gibson was growing up was raised to not believe. Wow, that uh, that is some pretty fucked up stuff. Should we get into this week's movie, The Passion of the Christ? Yeah, if we have. To. Yeah, so um, I actually have a little bit of a preface slash disclaimer this time around, um, mainly because um, Passion of the Christ is, like Nathaniel said, an extremely divisive movie. Uh, the stuff that is contained in this story is of multifaceted meaning, and most of those facets of this story and the aftermath of it are intensely important to billions of human beings worldwide, and as such. They're highly personal and emotionally charged. We stand against racism and colorism in all forms, including anti-Semitism. Uh, it's particularly difficult for many people to unhinge criticisms of the state of Israel and of Zionist sentiment from apparent anti-Jewish sentiment, whether they're listening in on the discussion or making those criticisms themselves. However, the actions we have seen from Israel's government in our lifetimes is tantamount to apartheid and preemptivism, and there's pretty much no way we won't be able to avoid that topic. So know that as we criticize their government, we have long fiercely criticized our own as well, never in the name of wishing death to it, but uh, with the demand of fixing serious malfunctioning. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> you could just cut. You can just cut the whole cut the whole disclaimer. No, out. the disclaimer was good. I liked it. Yeah, no, same. I didn't understand a single word of it, but all right, let's get into it. Passion of the Christ. Uh, I will. We sh- we should have done Hacks Our Ridge, dude. This movie. Yeah. It was such a chore to get through, my God. Yeah. This, it was a slog. It really this, was. This movie I, is, I feel this creates more discussion though. Yeah. This movie it, yeah, was yeah. this movie is rough. I definitely don't recommend you bring kids to it. And I you know, the last one I said bring your kids to it, uh perhaps a little bit facetiously. Wait, LA Confidential yeah, you yeah, said I, bring your kids to? I did. I was I was possibly kidding, but this one I'm not even gonna say that joking. Don't bring your fucking kids to this movie. It is like Roger Ebert noted the most violent movie I have ever seen, or at least one of them. But he said it was the most. Yeah, I mean... I'd, he also gave it four out of four stars. Really? 
Four out of four stars. That's wow. that's incredible. I don't know what the fuck that guy was smoking. Um, dude, this this movie is. Yeah, so the the film primarily covers basically the last half day before Jesus dies. So it's got what what Catholics call Was it only half day? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it felt like a million years. Um No, no. No, it we, felt like half a day in real time. It, it almost was. It was like it was two how how long was it? 2 hours and 7 minutes? Yes. It felt like longer. Okay, so it was a 12th of a day, you know, talking about half of a day. So, you know, they they were going at 6 times speed, you could say. Let's get into the the plot of the film. I'm going to also follow Tim's disclaimer by saying, I don't know how to pronounce a lot of this stuff. I didn't grow up super Christian. So I'm going to botch a lot of these names, a lot of these cities, but we'll see. We'll see how I do. Who fucking cares? So the film opens in Gethsemane. 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 Uh, it's in the middle of the night. Um, apparently it's some hours after the Last Supper. Uh, that wasn't super clear when you're watching the film, but... Yeah, it literally opens with Jesus standing alone in the dark in this garden grove. And and mm. I must say that it kind of looks like he's jerking off, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're behind him and he's just he's like, like kind of like, thrusting oh. forward. I mean, it took me... So so I was, I was familiar with the tale of... Gethsemane, um, which is Tim knows. You know, I went to Catholic weird. school until fourth, like fourth grade, and Tim knows a hundred times more than me, like at least. I guess he went to one of those liberal uh, second, uh, you know, second formation Catholic schools. You know, got to go know. to those traditionalist so, schools yeah. and learn the real shit. No, no, but I mean, all I know is that you know, it's it's this garden grove, and I mean, he looks like a man who's committing some sort of crime. Um, masturbation yeah like you know that or you know selling drugs i mean i i wasn't ready for that you know for that to be the opening scene um i also wasn't ready for how swarthy and attractive uh jesus or as they call him <laughs> yeshua <laughs> they call him yeshua it, that's uh that's the name that is without the swarthy subtitles. and attractive yeah he he was swarthy and attractive what is swarthy What's swarthy that? is like tall like dark. tall dark and handsome but not necessarily handsome it's so like bob from attractive. bob's burgers He's very swarthy. Huh. Not getting a clear picture on what this means, but that's okay. We can move on. It's like tan and I don't know. He's a good look. He's a tan, good look. dark hair. He was a good looking fucking guy. burgers. Yeah. His name is, the guy's name is Jim in real life. No, really? Yeah. Jim something. Um, but um, no. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's very attractive. The moon is, if I recall... Pretty, pretty <laughs> like you full. haven't recalled this several times since you watched it. <laughs> Very attractive. The moon. If is I recall, full. the moon is just catching him <laughs> right, and the moonlight's just bouncing off of his glimmering uh, brown eyes. His erect nipple is just casting <laughs> the longest shadow. Uh. All right, so we uh, we open in this forest where Jesus we can only assume is masturbating yeah we see him from the back he looks very sweaty into something i i I don't know if he's upset if he's in throes of passion what is happening but clearly something is going you know right away why they named it the passion of the christ because it opens with that very well-lit masturbation scene It, (laughs) it it would seem that way um so yeah jesus the jacket of the christ 
Jesus is standing there. Uh, we see him kind of in the throes of passion or anguish or anger, something like that. I see. I, I got a different vibe entirely. I thought it was like a creepy, like because he was like, he was like whispering and like. Obviously, you don't like, do that when you masturbate. Well, I mean, I think he was. Praying. Depends on if it's a full moon or not, but I mean. I guess it was. I mean, it was right. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was important for the story, but. So we see Jesus. I just got a different. I, I didn't think it was sexy at all. I thought it was like, uh, like a. I thought it was like a, a demonic thing, but I guess it was the opposite. He was talking to God, just doing it very passionately. And nude. So we see Jesus in the forest. He's doing something. It's unclear what it is, and then we cut to. Uh, this big line of um, what we find out later to be Jewish priests in a temple, and they're speaking to uh, Judas, this man, um, and they clearly have some sort of deal going on. Uh, the main Jewish priest throws him a satchel that uh, to Judas, it's very, they focus very heavily on the I satchel. Thought this, I thought and this by the way, they sick. tossed it to him like he was like a dog. Like yeah, it no, was just it, like it was, it was nothing. Like 30, like, 30 shekels or whatever. Yeah, and they, they focus on this throw. It's very Slow motion. It, it, it's, the mo- it's clearly the moment of it changes everything. Judas's betrayal, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah when, they, when, they throw him, when they throw him the the bag, I actually wrote down, I'm like, I, I liked that scene a lot because it, like, uh, there's also like string, like super heavy string, like orchestra, like uh, um, the music's really loud and it's like really like, um, like makes you realize like this is the moment that like Judas betrayed Jesus or whatever and it like opens very epically. Yeah, it's very heavy like, handed. Yeah, very heavy handed. I'm like the slow mo sick and then like five minutes later I'm like there's way too much fucking slow mo in this oh, movie. Yeah. Oh my god. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, well, but so Jesus, Judas, like 300, Judas like gets down on his knees and he's like, okay. So Judas, he, he's thrown this satchel. He catches it but kind of misses it and it just kind of spills all over the floor. And then we have to watch him pick up thirty these, measly these coins, silver pieces, and he. All these people are just watching him. He looks very uncomfortable. And then it is. Uh, we find out that he is giving up the the location of where G, where Jesus is, his teacher. Spoiler and, alert, by the way. And all these all these uh, Jewish priests are are pretty much making a deal to figure out where this man is. So we see this happen. It's a roundup. Judas is picking up all these pieces and then we cut back to the forest where Jesus was this super moonlit forest kind of foggy and we now see Jesus is with a couple different people um, just knowing the Bible which I'm not super well versed in but I know he has disciples so he's got a couple people there (laughs) uh, Peter and such they're all there in this forest and then suddenly all these soldiers holding torches appear and like Nathaniel said, it's very slow-mo, especially with the flames. Like, they, and, and also keep in mind, like, everything is lit, like, so crazily. Like, there's, like, just, like, blue light yeah, like, it's, everywhere. It's like, very Hollywood. Very and there, Hollywood. There's very... fog, and then all of these, like, like yeah. flame torches come in, and it's, like, slow-mo. You can, like, see the torches. Yeah, it's and the, super... the, the music's like... Yeah. But... 
I don't know if you remember this, but before the Sanhedrin Temple Guards arrive, that's the name of the of these soldiers you're talking about. In the Book of John, there are also Roman soldiers present, but the other three main Gospels don't mention Romans Romans being there, just just uh, Temple Guards. But I don't know if you remember this, but right before these guards show up, um, there's like this goblin thing. Yeah, I didn't think yeah, no, that was that... before. Yeah, it... It's no, like it was. It, op- it opened with that. I'm with, pretty sure with the maggot in the nose thing. We I see, did like, see the maggot, but I definitely see a saw maggot the snake. crawling between the nose. Oh no, no, this is like a go- a goblin shows up to Jesus. Yeah, and the, says it's no, not Satan. worth that. They, no, no, the, the with the, the one in the nose is is to Judas. But no, 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 it's not. The maggot in the nose is when Jesus oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, talking. Oh yeah, 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 Jesus collapses and okay. Jesus okay. is talking to this guy. This uh, what is the devil? It's like a demon, and we see a maggot moving in the nose, and then under the cloak, a snake comes out from under the cloak and goes toward Jesus. Yeah, and it, he like stomps on it. Yeah, the yeah. devil's trying to. That's how like the movie like sees, sees Christ's fealty. Yeah, so that that I, part reminded me very much of Harry Potter, and I was like, "Oh, this is yeah, gonna be like the, a really like honestly like fanciful, the, like cool, like the, uh, the demon is very Voldemort, but no, it's just yeah, it's very Voldemort. It's actually a girl. Did you? I, yeah, I no, you it's a that. chick. It's like a bald chick. Yeah. that looks like Voldemort. Yeah, that's so probably odd, dude. pretty good looking girl actually. Without um, you know, the whole Satan like thing going good on. Good looking demon. Yeah, might have to look her up right now actually. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Um, be- before we get have into to go it, in the forest really quick here. Before we get into it, I just also want to note um, this movie is very heavily subtitled. There's actually no English throughout the entire the entire film, which is historically accurate. Mm-hmm. It that but, definitely adds to the movie for yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, for plus. sure. No, and I, 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 I just yeah, was, no British accents. No, no. My my thought was, um, and I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, like what percentage of people who are super excited for this film, like were very pissed to find out that it was all in subtitles. Like these tend <laughs> to be the people that hate subtitles. Oh, I gotta read. Yeah, yeah. How many people were super excited for this film and then turned off? Like, what? I gotta fucking read this whole time? Are you Man, kidding me? Jesus shit. doesn't fucking speak English. You kidding me? I read that supposedly Gibson didn't even want to give people subtitles. He just wanted to lay it out in the languages, no subtitles, so Aramaic, uh, so old Hebrew, for the DVD version and, turns and Latin, and just basically be like, fuck y'all, you know, enjoy the movie. I mean, these people I'm talking about would probably like that more, but I feel like a lot of people who are excited for this film would be very turned off by the fact that they had to read the whole time. These they are the people it. that will not read subtitles, and they think it's fucking, they're like, what, I gotta read this whole film? You kidding me? Yeah, but they know the story. I mean, do you think that they know the story? I think a lot of people are kind of unintelligent and think that what Jesus isn't speaking English. What's going on here? I mean, hopefully they knew that Jesus didn't speak English. Yeah, you hope and you pray, but <laughs> seems so, my prayers uh, go unanswered. S- skipping ahead, but um, I, this is also like Britt uh, brings up like the anti-Semitism, um, arguably in the movie, but. Um, we were talking about subtitles. There's a part where um, the like what one of the the, Jew, the Jewish people in the movie was like, Jesus's blood is on our hands or whatever, and um, they like um, the producers or whatever. They're like, yo, you can't say that. Like, you can't have a Jewish person saying that. And he's like, 
no, I'm, I'm keeping it in. And, and uh, he argued for keeping that in. And um, they actually just turned the subtitles off for that part. But he still says it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, a, that, that's a part that um, people view it as anti-Semitic. Yeah, and actually, or at I least be- damaging. I believe, well, I believe, I believe uh, a Jewish organization got a hold of the script before uh, filming mm-hmm. was done, and they they found that stuff in there, and they were and 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 a Catholic organization was like, "Hey, we said you can't say this anymore. Yeah. Like, you're still saying it. What's going on?" So then we're in the woods in Gethsemane, Geth- Gethsemane, Gethsemane. Uh, so Judas is there with the temple guards and Judas approaches Jesus and gives him a kiss on the cheek, which is reminiscent to the Godfather, you know, the, the kiss of death. Um, and as the guards move to arrest Jesus, uh, Peter intervenes and actually attacks one of the guards. He slices off his ear. Dude, this is the worst fight scene I've ever seen in a, in a movie, by the way. So shitty. Yeah. And I, Peter makes that that one attack on the guard and then jesus tells peter to stop with the violence put down the sword he tells him to put down the sword and just kind of lets the guards take him and then there's a moment when jesus is with the guard who had his ear chopped off and he actually just puts his hand beside his ear and magically um like kind of regenerates his ear and he's healed is that what happens jesus uses his powers and heals this man's ear and really? the, guard, the guard is kind of, he's at a loss for words because this is the guy they're looking for. I thought he just, like, touched him and, like, he, like, felt his power or something. No, no, no. Because it didn't he, show the ear regenerate. Yeah, it did. It did? Oh, wow. he regenerate He regenerated his ear. And this guard is kind of at a loss for words. He's like, oh, my God, I'm healed. This man is the real deal. And he kind of... And he, then he loses his ear for using the Lord's name in vain. Big fucking mistake. Yeah, and he... But he, he like... He doesn't help them get Jesus anymore. He's just at a loss for words, and he he kind of feels the power of Jesus, and he doesn't he doesn't want to be any part of taking him in. Uh, but personally, I I felt this scene was super stylized, and like we were talking about earlier, it's very slow motion. They have the torches, and it's all very slow mo, and just it's just like just seems very overproduced and it just is not great it, it, yeah it just seems wrong like it's not slow-mo but it's not normal speed it's like halfway in between and it's just the movements it's like are, 0.5 yeah it's maybe, it's like. it's just it's just not good it, it it was trying to be it just seemed like it was trying to be artsy or like good and it just isn't yeah it, it was like a shittier version of 300 but like the fighting wasn't cool like they were just like uh, like for some reason like the pushing they're just like pushing each other and it was slow motion like it wasn't like you were getting like cool like yeah it know, looked like, like slices UFC of a grappling. blade or something yeah they're just like like one guy like pushes another guy down and it's like he like slow motion falls to the floor i'm like why is this fucking slow motion like nothing's even happening during this fight gibson like, no, doesn't like no one's actually fights. getting hurt he just like violence against chained down people yeah and the one strike that does leave a mark the cutting off of the ear was just like i didn't even i didn't even know that happened like during like it was just like it looked like he kind of punched him and then all of a sudden the guy was just bloody and like that 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 would maybe would have made more sense if that went in slow motion like you like see his ear like searing off or something but the whole thing was just slow motion and it just it was just not good i went immediately from um 
thinking the slow motion of the tossing of the coins to Judas was cool to one minute later being like, this is way too much. Like, yeah, it was very heavy handed on the slow mo mm-hmm. to start. So ultimately, the scenes e- this scene ends with the temple guards arresting Jesus, and then we also get a weird jump scare with like a demon. Do you guys remember that? Like, I think it was Jesus, or it might have been Peter or something walking, but he's walking, and then there's just like a demon that just is in the shadows and goes like, <laughs> and then it cuts to uh, Mary getting the like realizing something is going on. Like it's just Mary in a like a hut somewhere, and she's oh, like, yeah, something is Peter. different about this night. She just has a feeling that something yeah, is going that on. Is maybe the demon being like, hey, Peter, in the near future, you're going to be crucified upside down. Hmm. I don't remember how long after that it happened. but. So after that, uh, John goes and tells Mary that uh, Jesus has, in fact, been arrested. Kind of makes her, her feelings are, are put into reality. She kind of knows what's going on. And so they, they head to where Jesus is being taken. Are we gonna? We didn't skip over the the bridge scene yet, did we? Because that's like one of the funniest scenes in the movie, in my opinion. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they're they're taking Jesus in and he's chained, and they're just like randomly just like punching him in the face. Yeah, that's when they're bringing him to this town. Yeah, yeah. So they're just like randomly just I like, take, they're like walking. They're, they're like hurry yeah. up, and then they just like punch him in the face, which is not gonna make him move faster. And they're just, like, taking turns, like, just repeatedly punching him as they're going off a bridge or going over a bridge. And then they randomly just, like, give him one big right cross. And he falls off the bridge, but he's chained up. And he, like, perfectly oh, he lands, like, yeah. perfectly above the ground, held up by the chains. And Judas is under the bridge. And you just see, like, a bloody Jesus, like, suspended from his <laughs> chains right in front of him. <laughs> and he's just, like... Uh, and then they like, slowly like bring him back up the bridge, and Judas is like obviously like scarred. He just like locks eyes with Jesus, and he's just like <laughs> hiding under the bridge like a little bitch, like a little rat. It's like <laughs> and Jesus. Oh man, I, I thought that was one of the funniest scenes in the movie, and like that's it's definitely one of the like when, when you 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 look forward to like the rest of the movie. It's like that scene just seems so ridiculous, like. It's like the, someone directed like the first, someone else directed the first 20 minutes and then someone else took over and was like, let's make this real nasty. Do, do you guys think that the, the, like the, super, like the religious super fans of this film that were super excited for it, do you think in the theaters when like we first see Peter and we first see Mary, do you think it was like in like a like a superhero movie that people already know the story of when they see their favorite character. Do you think they were like cheering like, Oh, it's Mary. Maybe. Oh, it's yeah. Peter. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also like, Mary was supposed to be like 70 years old. 50, cast, but like appearing thi- is 70. Yeah. yeah she cat- appeared 70. And- yeah. She looked pretty young. The she cast has a 36 like a year old 35 year old woman. Monica yeah. Bellucci. Italian sex symbol. That's that's Mary Magdalene, I think. Oh, my bad. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, but when, also, yes. In like, you know, like a a new superhero movie, like a reboot, when people see their favorite character, they get super excited, like their entrance. Do you think there was a similar thing in the theaters for Passion of the like Christ? Like, who was your favorite Jesus? Like that like discussion? Or, or? No, just like 
Who wore like Jesus Mary best? or Peter? Who's your favorite disciple? You see him for the first Mine time. Is Judas for sure. <laughs> Judas Unpopular. is like the the Smeagol of, uh, <laughs> of, of the Bible yeah. for sure. Dude, I'm telling you that scene where like they 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 push Jesus off the bridge and he like perfectly suspended on the ground right in front of Jesus. Like, dude, that scene was ridiculous, dude. So so funny. Well, there you go. That might be one of those stylizations that didn't really happen. <laughs> There's absolutely no way that happened. I can yeah, zero percent chance. Um, yeah, there was also there was also a uh, there was a carpenter flashback at some point during oh yeah yeah, yeah that, during his hauling off. That seems pretty funny the, too. The flashbacks I fucking hate. Oh my god, the flashbacks were so boring. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, they they just had no. Usually, when you see a flashback, there's like a structure. Or like a like reason why they're up. showing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a like build someone... up to something that is parallel with the story, but it's not. They just added like they just flipped through the Bible parts. and like closed their eyes and like, yeah, put their yeah. It's random down. moments from Jesus's past. Yeah, and it's it was just... cool to see him build a table. Like you know, it's a friendly reminder that he had a regular job like everybody else. But she's like, wipe off that dirty apron yeah, before you walk. She into like my sits on hut. it. She's like, I don't like this high table. There's yeah, something on that I don't like. Yeah. So Jesus is taken to a, a Jewish temple, and the head priest, Kapas. Are you familiar with this name? Capas. 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 Little little Capas. No, no, the head priest Kapas. Uh, he holds a trial for Jesus. Caiaphas. So the head priest Caiaphas holds a trial for Jesus, um, and some of the other priests actually object to this. Um, and they're expelled from the court, but uh, Copias, what, what was it? Caiaphas. When Caiaphas, uh, he starts to question Jesus, and he asks if he's the son of God, Jesus responds, I am. And there was actually, this was probably my favorite line in the movie, but uh, one more time. Caf- Caiaphas. Caiaphas. <laughs> I know, I honestly, I can't remember. Either. Caiaphas asks him, uh, from what kingdom do you descend? Where is your kingdom? Oh, yeah. And we're all thinking in our head, it's heaven. It's the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus, like, just does it. Like, he just kind of smirks. And it's just... And, and the priest is not super into it. He, he's like, you're no king. <laughs> yeah. King <laughs> Says of the someone Jews, who's not super... Son of God. <laughs> about a priest being super into something. He's also using demonic magic to do it. his miracles. Yeah. So, like, people don't say that he's lying about his miracles. They say he's using magic to do them. Yeah. And after Cephasis or... <laughs> Cephasus, uh, when he when Jesus tells him he is the son, son of God, there's a very strange moment when he like exclaims and rips oh, his yeah. robe. He just rips his robe, yeah, 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 yeah. and then he's like blasphemy. He's like blasphemy. Yeah, he like rips shows his off his chest blasphemy. hair. Yeah, he just rips his robe. Super weird. And then and then after that moment, there's like a there's like a line set up to just spit in Jesus's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He the, spits the in Jesus's many... face, and then there's several other people just like going yeah, they to that, spit that and punch him. That was the first gross out part. And then Peter denies him three times, mm-hmm. which Jesus had predicted at like the last in a row. Supper. In a row, it's like bingo, bingo, bungo. He was like, I don't know this man. And then upon entering the temple. Peter is confronted by a mob of Jewish spectators who recognize him being one of Jesus's followers, and they confront him. And uh, hey, you, and then hey, they, hey, they, hey, Peter. they then um, 
They're like, yo, Peter. Yeah, they were not social distancing at this anti-Jesus riot. Let no. me tell you. There was huge anti-maskers. No masks. Upon entering the <laughs> temple, Jesus is confronted by a mob of Jewish spectators who recognize him as one of Jesus' followers and confront him. And uh, like Tim was saying, uh, Peter denies that he knows Jesus twice. Three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, the first time the first time was uh, when he got captured, wasn't it? No, he says it, I counted. It's, it's no, three, it was all three, three in the during, crowd. During the crowd harassing yeah. him. Just bing, and, bing, he, and, and Jesus had kind of predicted that. Yes, you that do. No, I don't. Him. Yes, you do. No, Jesus, I don't. Okay. Jesus had predicted and told him that ahead of time. And yeah. he, he, like, didn't believe it. You but then in this moment, he, he was like, I'd never it. deny you. And he just essentially was like, no, I don't know that guy. And then he ran back, and then he runs into Mary and pretty much breaks down. And yeah. He's crying. He, he and does like, feel I did. bad. I, I, I denied him three times. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He what also a, a got COVID at the anti-Jesus riot. Mm-hmm. So while this is taking place, uh, the remorseful Judas attempts to return the money to the people who gave it to him. He was like, I don't want your money. Let him free. Um, but the priests refuse, obviously. They're not going to go back on the deal. Um, so then we kind of follow Judas, who is just super tormented by what happened, what he did. Um, and there's some kids playing ball with some sort of ball. <laughs> yeah, I like this part, too. Some sort of ball. So <laughs> the buck tooth as kid. And, and so, the, so the, ball is, <laughs> the ball is thrown to Judas um just like by his feet the kid runs up and he's like oh you look you look fucked up you look like a demon you does yeah you look (laughs) you look super sick and judas is like get out of here no i'm fine i'm fine he's a witch and then we see it from judas's perspective and these children just like morph into demons and like, doesn't one of them like bite him or something? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like yeah, they, they he starts to like hallucinate or something, and like they like yeah, they get like fucked up teeth, and like one of them has like an eye that's all fogged up, and like yeah, it's just super lazy. And, like that's like that's how that's why that kid's the scary. eye or really lazy eye. <laughs> the other kid looks like a demon. This guy just has just a really lazy eye, yeah, but fucking blind. People. Somehow they're both equally terrifying to look at. So then we follow Judas later. It must be the no, next no, no, day. No, 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 no. No, they're chasing gets, and assaulting him. No, he like gets kidnapped no, but by it, a gang but, of eight-year-olds. No, but, <laughs> but then it's the next day, though. It's daytime after this. This oh, originally. I think, I think they night. chase him through the night. Is like the impression I got. Like okay, because... so they so they chase him through the night, and he he flees the city. Those kids beat the shit out. He of He flees him. the city, and he's just being chased by these children. And then at a certain point, he like closes his eyes and opens them. And there are no children around him. And then he like hears a noise and he looks to his left and it's like the 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 corpse of an ox with all these flies. I think it's a donkey. A donkey. It's a donkey. It's a donkey. Um and so he sees that and, and in the background there's like a there's like a temple donkey. or some sort of structure. Donkey. They they clearly were on location that they wanted to use. And then all of a sudden he he just decides. Like, does anyone have a donkey corpse on hand? We 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 just see him stringing up a rope and then just hanging himself and then he's just hanging there. That was a spooky. Scene. He just kills himself. Oh, is that what happened, dude? I thought yeah, he, he was just himself. fucking clambering around like a little curious cat. <laughs> no, no. I think he's so remorseful he just decides to hang it up and hang himself up. Yeah. Oh, um, dude, is that how people kill themselves? 
Yeah, no, I thought he was just like going for a swing. Uh, another thing I'd like to note for Judas is, did you guys see, like, the makeup on his lips? His lips looked so fucked up. No. <laughs> they were just, like, chapped to, like, a thousand. Oh, like, see, they I wasn't were just wearing my glasses. Split. They were split in so many places, and... It's because he had the, the, the demon in him. So after that, we see Caiaphas bringing Jesus to Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate, yes. Pontius Pilate, the local Roman governor of Judea. uh, Yes, yes. uh, He was the fifth governor of Judea, which was a client state of the Roman Empire as they pushed into the Mideast. So basically, he was their puppet. Yeah, so we see Jesus being taken to Pontius Pilate, uh, the governor of Judea, to be condemned to death. Um, After questioning Jesus... Uh, well, by he, the way, Pilate, Pilate is not happy about the fact that they brought him here to deal with it. Yeah, he doesn't. He wants nothing to do with it. And after he speaks to him, um, he finds no reason to convict him. Um, his wife, his wife Claudia, also tells him about a bad dream that she had about condemning a holy man to death. So that definitely factors into his decision. But to from the jump, he does not want this man here. He doesn't want to determine his fate. Um, so instead, Pilate sends Jesus to the court of Herod Antipas. Herod. Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas. Um, and he pretty much just like, he's like, I'm not going to decide. Have him decide. Wait, wait, is, is this kinda... the guy with like the leopard and like the worst wig I've ever seen in yes. the movie? Herod, oh my yeah, God, yeah. Herod, Herod is the king he, of he's Galilee. A, he's a Roman. King Herod is he, the... Isn't he a Roman king? No, he's the no, king, he's a, he's he's the king of his kingdom king, right? of Galilee. And okay. so he And that's where sovereign... Jesus is from. Yeah, Jesus is yeah. Gal- Galilean. Galilean. Is he, Galilean. Is, he, is he Jewish? Jesus? No, the the king. I, Herod is Jewish, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um... <clears throat> This, it was, Herod, it was, it Herod was, is a, an actual king of the Jews. Or yeah, of yeah, some right. Jews. It, it was during this part um, where I'd seen enough of like the other actors in the movie, where I'm like, these extras are a problem, dude. Like this, this acting is so over the top and ridiculous. Well, like that, well, the Herod, king Herod was bad, dude. Dude, yeah, and his okay, he, he this guy has the most ridiculous <laughs> yeah. wig I've ever seen. <laughs> I wrote Jesus is gay super fan. <laughs> Jesus is gay super fan. Arise to pay homage. He asks if the miracles are true and people laugh. He seeks a miracle from Jesus as well. Probably a new toupee. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no, this guy's ridiculous. Oh yeah, and do you do you remember that uh, that super wasted guy like on the on the staircase who just keeps falling over and he goes, ah! <laughs> Yeah. He had like the tatted eyeliner. He looked like an Egyptian. Yeah. 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 Oh god. It's the, yeah. the extras in this movie. Are, what, what would you what would you call a character like that? Is that an extra? Like it's a, not really no, like extra. Supporting he, he, character. he has a, he has a named role. Yeah, he's a supporting character. Extras are like an unnamed role in the background. Right, right. Like the guy laughing. But is that really The guy laughing a, was probably an extra, yes. Okay, well, a good, okay, an well, extra, or he, a lucky extra. He he could he could have a role as laughing man or something. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right. We, we, we would have we would have to like check that. the credits. Also, but. like the the Roman, um, uh, the, the guys who carry out like the sentencing or whatever are ridiculous. They're yeah. so over the top. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Evil, they look at crab like, and goyle, whoa. dude. Like they're just super thuggy. Like yeah, they're like <laughs> they just take like. <laughs> 
a ton of pleasure out of just yeah. murdering and torturing. Like, yeah. Well, so so silly. They're they're coming up. Um. So ultimately, yeah, uh, yeah. But so, but so, I, I don't know if you guys caught this, but did did you catch how the rabbis actually get? pilot to like basically pay attention and send send him off to herod like what 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 they actually tax evasion yeah they yeah exactly they said they said basically yeshua has forbidden his followers from paying tribute to the kaiser that's yeah. the caesar I, I wrote that down i said yeah. they got jesus for tax evasion yeah so basically you know you have to do something about this and so that's why he sends him off to Herod. Yeah. Because, because Pontius Pilate doesn't give a shit that like he's he's saying he's like king and, or like whatever king of the Jews or whatever. But he's like you're not. <laughs> that's yeah. enough for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, I mean that sounds like a probably like a, a federal crime if he's not paying uh, taxes, you know, or forbidding yeah. people. Bigger, bigger issue. Yeah, something his uh, his boss would would probably get pissed about. Um. So ultimately, King Herod does not um, do what they want. Uh, he gets him a new toupee. There, there's actually, there's actually, oh no, not not King Herod, but uh, there's like a one good like, um, I think one of the only like character building scenes in the movie where it shows uh, the Pontius Pilate like talking to like his like wife or whatever, and him being like, "Well, I'm fucked if I do this. I'm fucked if I do that. Like, I don't want another revolt." And yeah, that's like, that's after uh, King Herod's uh, decision. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think it's like right after that. Yep, it is. So King Herod ultimately decides that uh, he won't kill Jesus. He won't crucify him. What these uh, Jewish high priests want. So he's sent back to Pilate, and we get this. We get this scene where Mary, um, like, lays down on the floor, and is just feeling the tiles on the floor. And then the camera tilts down through the floor, and we see Jesus below, like, chained up, waiting to hear what Pilate will ultimately do. And I personally think this is kind of a plot hole, because earlier we saw Jesus regenerate an ear. Wait, a plot hole in the Bible? Yes. What? It it is. (laughs) Even the Bible, not just this movie. So earlier we saw Jesus regenerate an ear. And we all know the story of Jesus turning water into wine. He, like, made bread and fish for these people to eat. So he's alone in this dungeon, chained up. I'm just wondering, why can't he turn those chains into, like, spaghetti? You know Ooh, what I mean? And escape. Tasty choice. But you know what I mean? Why can't Why can't? Well, I he, mean, there's an obvious I answer is that he, that's not what he was supposed to die. He wanted no, to die. No, ultimately, yeah, he wanted to die. He didn't want to eat spaghetti. That wasn't his ultimate. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, his dad wanted him to die, too. You know, it was it was like a rig. Yeah, it, but know. but I don't think that he realized that to this point. I think his motivation. He's still trying to get out. But didn't he, he hasn't fully accepted that he's about to die for people's did, sins? Didn't he have to have like God's grace or whatever though to actually do his miracles though? So if God doesn't want him to turn it into spaghetti, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know, know how either. magic works, dude. I'm... You can't say that. So, like <laughs> like Nathaniel was saying, uh, it's back to Pilate. Pilate has to decide. And he has that conversation with his wife about how, you know, tax evasion, Caesar, he's pretty much fucked either way. If he, like, 
has him die, then Caesar will be upset, I think. And if he doesn't, ultimately, yeah, he's yeah, between a rock and a hard place. It's like the only scene without Jesus, I think, actually, that I can think of in the whole entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Could, I'm sure I'm wrong. Basically, about that, he's he's afraid that the public unrest over not, you know, you know, over quitting Jesus in this trial actually threatens, you know, stability and Roman sovereignty, you know, because yeah. the public is becoming for some reason, the public is really riled up. It's not even, I think, just the Jewish public. I think it's the public in general has gotten worked up into this, like, you know, anger about Jesus. It seems to be only the Jew, only the only the Jewish people in the movie, though. I didn't see any other person. Yeah, but I, I I think as like a Roman leader, he's worried about kind of caving into them. Like he wants right. to like hold his power, essentially. Gotta give the Jews what they want. Yeah, and so Don't how does it, so how does how does he appease those people, Sam? Uh, so ultimately, he decides that he will um, pretty much punish him for what they're alleging uh he's pretty much going to have the, him tortured but not to the extent that ultimately he offers happens. to chop off his wee wee to be like i'll castrate him and they're like no we want more no 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 no. yes he does he does he, he says i'll castrate him and then they're like no crucify him is this, Remember is, that? this, is this before or after they make him pick against Barabbas? Yeah, that, yeah. This is before. This, this is, is before. before. This okay. Is and before. Then, then they're like... Then they're they, like they didn't say castrate him. They said nail nail it down. What? Like his boner? <laughs> they didn't say I'll nail it down. Yeah. Didn't they? I'll nail it down is what I used to say in eighth grade when I would get it during math class. I'd be like, I'll nail it down. Shit. You know. What? <laughs> Are you talking about a boner or like getting a question right? I'm, I'm definitely talking about getting a boner, dude. There were some ninth grade hotties. You in had my boners eighth grade in eighth class. grade. Shit. <laughs> 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 All right, so he essentially just turned uh, twenty nine. By the way, talking about ninth grade hotties. Wait, actually, never mind. No, we're we're clear. We're clear in that. <laughs> so essentially, Did you he... do like a statute of limitations calculation in your head. <laughs> what, what, what were you doing there, bud? <laughs> So essentially, Jesus needs to be punished for this. He's trying to appease the Jewish high priests who are asking for his crucifixion. So he uh, essentially puts his goons on him, and they 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 chained him to a stump, and then all grab different instruments like whips and such to just. Kinda, oh, we're already at the whipping scene. Yeah, to kind of just beat the. Wait, wait, wait. Beat my the my notes. My notes say that the whipping scene, like the main flogging, happens after he's picked over Barabbas. But I don't know what you I'm guys. I'm pretty sure that. No, it's, no, no, no. It, no, he's bloodied when yeah. he's in yeah, front they, of they Barabbas. Show him, they show okay, him okay. okay. They yeah. also so put they the crown. The, of so they beat the shit. Him. Okay, so they yep. beat the shit out of him before. <clears throat> so essentially. Um, so essentially he is taken to a coliseum looking room where there's a stump and some chains. He is chained up and then all of these Roman soldiers grab different instruments such as whips. It's and kinky, they, yeah. And they just kind of beat him senseless. Um, no, that does not do that scene justice. So wait, just, just kind of beat him. Se- beat him not, we're gonna get into it, but just, just well, I don't know. So there's a bird wing of blood on the ground. So here's where we get our first very long torture scene, which is kind of a theme to this movie. Um, they're kind of lining up. They're grabbing their instruments, and Jesus is being chained up. And it's a moment when he kind of looks up at the sky, 
and he he's he just kind of tells God he says I'm ready father he says it right before all of this takes place and I was kind of thinking in my head that um, he says that all the time <laughs> I was kind of thinking in my head that this movie would be vastly different and I think Christianity would be vastly different if in, instead Jesus calling God father what if he called him daddy <laughs> you know what I mean like instead it would be I'm ready daddy I was in a. Um, what if it was like uncle? Like, I was in a con- <laughs> like as as part of my three year confirmation period into Lutheranism. I um, was at one point subjected to a speaker who referred to God as our you know our basically our comforting quote heavenly daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's not, that's not a joke. That really happened. Our daddy who. <laughs> <laughs> That's Daddy fucked up. I I honestly was thinking peaks from heaven. <laughs> I honestly was while I'm showering. <clears throat> I was honestly thinking after this thought to just go through the Bible and change all of the the mentions of father to daddy and see how it sounds. It would probably be vastly different. Definitely. Um so essentially Jesus is beaten senseless. This for was one of the, the twenty-five minutes. It's, yeah, but I, dude, it's, beaten senseless does not. That sounds like they're, they're just like, being whipped. There's, boosh, there's boosh. blood. It's not like that. There's dude. blood it's like the most slashing graphic. on. This was one of the hardest scenes I've ever had to watch in a movie. Like, yeah, and there's just blood being splashed on the people with the whips. Just all of this, and Mary, Mary and Mary Magdalene, I believe, are in the audience just watching, just being like, oh gosh, I need to watch my son be beaten. I can't do anything, but I'm going to watch it. Um, And that's another question I have. How are, like, Mary and Peter, who follow this entire thing and watch it, like, it's pretty barbaric back then. Would they not capture those people and torture them too? They absolutely would. How are these people onlookers to this entire process? Well, Peter not said being that he punished? wasn't a disciple. So. I think, it, but there were so many onlookers. I think if you torture all those people, you could cause no, more but, public unrest. No, but you know who his followers are. It's pretty clear they try to help him. They try to give him water. They try to wipe the blood from his eyes. Well, well if, they if, don't if you say something three times, him. people believe it, right? So all he had to be was like, I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. True, then, it's the Beetlejuice method. We even cut you on camera. But that that was a that was a big hang up for me. How are they not killing these people? These people have no nuance. They're not going to be like, oh well, they're not him. They're not the ones saying. Well, they, they the gave they gave Jesus uh, Pontius Pilate gave Jesus a bunch of times to be like, hey man, just tell me. But you're not, he's you're not, not he's not the the people. But that's what they did to Peter, and he and he was just like, yep, I don't know. Him. And so they let him go. And they, they he wanted to do the same thing to Jesus. He's like, yo, just just tell me you're not uh, you know the the son of God. You know, they even brought him in into private and was like, are you the son of God? And then, uh, yeah. Said, and yeah. he never let up from that. So he, he decided to do that. Whereas Peter took the bitch route and was like, yeah, I don't know. Him, you know, um, but still, I feel like it's, he didn't it, try to help him. It's, it's such a, such a primitive time where if you follow this person and if you're on their side, they're still going to kill you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not. They're not like, oh, they're not him. Yeah, but you know, so they smack, they smack Jesus around. God, you guys, you guys are just making this sound so light. This is well, like one of the most we painful. We haven't, we haven't gotten to. Yes, like, we have. This is, this is the scene. We're on it right now. But I thought that happened again after Barabbas. No, no, no. After Barabbas, this is, is the scene. 
Okay. This is the uh, this the is hardest, the twenty five minute scene. beating of Jesus yeah. where he's just whipped in the back. Some of them have hooks. Some there's a no, there, no, no, there, no, there's no, one no, part no. when it hooks let, let, no, into let, let, his side go, yeah. and they rip it. Let's go in just, chronological order with the whipping. So it starts off with just uh, sticks, like sticks, and they just start uh, whipping them and then switches, the, if you will, switches. Yeah, and the guards are like. <laughs> We're so fucking evil, and they're just whipping yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, they're really sadistic. They're loving it. And then the there's like uh, the, the 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 leader um, commanding them like how, how to punish Jesus was like move on to like the the ones with fucking razor blades at the end. And isn't that is is that not a what a switch is? What are those called? The ones there's switch like oh you're talking you're talking you're talking about oh, like a, a it's, it's like a cat of nine tails, but it has like um it has like razor blades. It's at a the flail, end is what yeah. you probably call it, a flail. Yeah. Did you say the scene was twenty five minutes? Something like that. It's I, long. The essentially the pacing in this movie is so bad because I looked at a certain point Jesus was being beaten and there was still like an hour and 10 minutes left mm. which is more than half in the film and it's essentially him being beaten and then carrying his cross yeah and then well, he's still being whipped when he's carrying the cross it's and like i know it, it's to prove a point but like it's just ridiculous like yeah i mean i'm sure it did take him a while to drag that cross which we'll get to <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to that. Yeah, but no, like like you were saying, there there's this um, there's like a couple times where um, you like see like the the metal barbs at the end of the whip, like uh, whip them in the side, and uh, like they try to like pull it and it's stuck, yeah. and then they have to like yank it, and Blunt it yanks a bunch out. of skin, and it's just super. Fun. It happens a couple times, and by the way, they're counting the uh, the whips too, every single whip, and it's like thirty seven. 38 you know yeah um and then uh when you think it's done um they roll him over onto his back and start whipping him uh onto his stomach on his stomach well yeah yeah, yeah. his stomach is exposed now yeah they roll him onto his back yeah onto his back on the ground. onto his I wounds see what you're saying. so that happens and then a roman soldier comes in and he's like what the fuck are you guys doing like stop this is not what we ordered we don't want him killed. What are you doing? We wanted him punished. So then we get a very bloody Jesus, um, <laughs> like waiting to go in front of this crowd of people who are asking for his crucifixion. And we have a couple of different um, soldiers grab a crown of thorns and they kind of just like push it onto his head they kind of have to beat it onto it because it's thorns it takes a little bit let's so say awe yeah another yeah. over-the-top scene of the guards just being yeah so cunts. they they just add this crown of thorns onto his head we see a lot of blood drops over his eyes from from like the first 10 minutes of this movie his his uh left eye or his right eye is completely swollen shut yeah. <laughs> that's from the beginning so there are a couple scenes where he's just crying from one eye in this one, there's just blood dripping into that one exposed eye. So then he has the crown of thorns, and um, Pilate brings him in front of the crowd and just, like, shows him as, like, look what we did to him. He's super beaten up. And he's trying... Is this good enough yet? Yeah, yeah he's, and he's, like, he's literally trying... just blood. That's all. Like, yeah. He can't even barely see any skin. He looks like he's covered in strawberry jam. And they put him in. Fr- they put him in front of the crowd, and he's like, "Look at him! Look at him! Like, 
Um, so essentially, I'm going to give you an ultimatum. Should I kill Jesus, who has been beaten senseless? Or here's this barbed Barbas, Barbas. I think it's Barabas or Baraba. I'm not exactly Another sure. Another so, over the top. Yeah, character. they bring they bring out Barbas. They bring out Barbas, who was uh, con- like convicted of a murder and who has been multiple, uh, who has been in their prison. And so Pilate asks, um, so essentially, I'll free one of these men. Do you want me to free this fucking murderer? Because they demand for his uh, crucifixion. Yeah, they're asking they're like, for. Okay, okay. They're asking for Jesus' crucifixion. He makes an ultimatum. I'll free one of these men, and I'll kill one of these men. So here's Jesus, who's clearly super fucked up right now. Look at him. Like, look at him. He's super fucked up. And then here's Barbas, who is convicted of murder. You guys essentially, like, wanted him away the first time. He killed your people. He looks like a disgusting Cretan. Yeah, he's super fucked up, and he's like, all right, pick. Which one? I'll kill one of them. Th- this Who, is like, who's going to be free? Who's, who am I going to kill? I'm going to free the other this, man. This is Pontius Pilate's Hail Mary, because he clearly he's like, not he's like, want you want to kill, kill this disgusting he's, beast? He's or? the good, he's yeah. the, he's the and, good bad guy. And, and, but the Jewish and, people are all like, no, we need yeah, to yeah, see yeah. Jesus dead. Oh, to, no, and, and this, this scene is further rigged because Barabbas... Is depicted as being like just this absolute troll, like rotting teeth, like fucked up eyes, you know, mm-hmm. you know, very accentuated Jewish nose, of course. Um, like you know, m- you know, mo- most hair missing. And mm-hmm. I looked this up, and um, you know, it's a, you know to say that Barabbas was a revolting murderer. Murderer. He wasn't described as being disgusting in the Bible, actually. And in fact, he was an anti-Roman insurrectionary. He was somebody who was going to be waging a revolution, and that's the people he killed was Roman soldiers. So it kind of makes sense that the public would pick him over Jesus. They already hate Jesus, and then here's a person who has waged war against their oh, occupiers. Really? You know, like this is like real world shit. So it's like I think it's like not surprising that they'd pick Barabbas. So yeah. I feel like Gibson rigged it, made Gibson him look super disgusting, and then he's like, the, "Look, the, the, even the though he was awful, good, they yeah. picked him." Yeah. Well, what I what I was gonna say is to use another uh, sports analogy, uh, Pilot was throwing them a softball into picking Barabbas, but apparently not. And the the only the only side character with any type of background is. Uh, Pontius Pilate, oddly enough, and, and it kind of paints him as um, not, you know, not the, the bad guy with a heart. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't want to do this. He's giving, you know, he's giving these these Jewish people every opportunity to turn back, but the the Jewish people are so bloodthirsty. Um, yeah, they, just they keep insisting. To, yeah, yeah. And so to Pilate, yeah, just, he's given them what like four or five opportunities. Yeah, yeah, like, like very clear. Sorry, go on. To Pilate's dismay, the crowd demands that Jesus is the one who's killed, and they free Barabbas, and he is let into the crowd. Clearly, the crowd's not super excited about like him joining. He seems like he's like ah, oh, like going in almost for a hug, like oh, I'm back. Yeah, and the, and the they, people they are like just recoil. not. Yeah, they're no, just, no. He's like shoving people and shit. Like he's about to murder people in the crowd. Well. I mean, when he he's, he's like, like ah, he's ah, wild. He's like trying to scare yeah. people. He's like ah, ah as he leaves. Well, but anyway, the people are not into him, even though they picked him. Yeah. Yeah. So they so they pick 
They pick him to be free and continue to demand that Jesus is crucified. And so Pilate is kind of, he can't really say anything. So he, he uh, facing a citywide riot, he determines, yeah, Jesus will be crucified. And he pretty much calls for Jesus' crucifixion. So then, essentially, Jesus is ordered, they, they grab all the materials for a crucifixion, and then Jesus is ordered to carry his own cross up to the hill or the peak, whatever it is, to where that, where they are going to crucify him. This um, scene by itself, though, the cross carrying, yeah, like fifteen yeah. minutes he, he, or something. He's extremely bloodied. The blood loss. They've been whipping him the whole time. The blood loss that he already has would kind of suggest that he's not able to carry this thing that a, a, a man of full health cannot carry by himself, which we see later. But he carries it for quite a while with the strength of God, I'm assuming. But So he essentially has to carry this cross up to where he's going to be crucified. Up to Golgotha. There are many onlookers. They're just watching him, cheering, kind of yelling at him. There's some people who are for Jesus, some people who are against Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot of women in uh, headscarves who are kind of draped. Who not are... many people for him, though, I, I might add. I think well, they're not vocal. They're there, but you can see them You, you can recoil. see that some, some people are disturbed by what's going on. Yeah. And right around this time, I got a very strange spam call on my phone. And I, I was like, oh, that's weird. I need a break from all the blood i guess i'll answer this and it said likely spam and i answered it and you're not anything to get me away it was yeah it was it was it was and of course it was for um it was for the political campaign of a pro-israel politician what (laughs) yeah and like they were the one who lost recently uh yeah the one yeah exactly yeah the one who got you know trounce but i mean um it's crazy dude like the propaganda value of this movie is nuts like i have just been watching this anti-jewish like stuff just like this jewish cabal of people just like rallying against him for so long and then i get like this israel call and i'm just like actually i support the bds movement da 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 you know i mean i was polite you know and actually he was he was very very polite and we talked for a long time i got to waste plenty of his time but um in the end his candidate lost and that's all that matters yep on august 11th wow that's crazy actually so jesus is carrying the cross we see him fall several times which obviously he's lost a lot of blood three times we see him fall numerous times Three, And this woman, Veronica, at one point, runs up to him. She takes her scarf off. She's like, oh, my God. And she, wipe, she wipes his bloodied face. And it then, does nothing, I would like to add. Like, they don't take any of the blood off. Yeah, no, no, true. no. She tries to offer him a glass of water. Well, that's in a moment. She wipes, she wipes his face off. And then she, like, holds the scarf to her face, weirdly, after it's all bloodied. She sniffs and then at, She's like, I, oh, yeah. At this point, she grabs, a, she grabs a glass of water and tries to give it to him. And this is the point when the soldiers notice. And one of the soldiers... Slow-mo. One of the soldiers kicks the glass of water out of her hand and pretty much pushes her back into the crowd, which she should have been tortured. you think she'd be tortured for something like that, but she's not. She's just pushed back in the crowd and gets to watch Jesus 
walk all the way back or walk to where he's going. She follows him. We see her later. Um, and then there's a certain point when Simon of Cyrene uh, is kind of watching and one of the soldiers kind of points him out and they're like, oh, you, you need to help him carry this cross. He clearly can't carry it. And he's like, what, me? And then after a little bit of resistance, he's like, okay, I'll help. Oh, yeah, I said he looks like Eric Andre in my notes. That I yeah, I, I literally was going to ask you guys to recast this film at the end, and my choice for him was Eric Andre. <laughs> I have that. I, <laughs> the podcast is fucking ruined, Tim. Thank you. Uh, but no, 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 no. I, I'll, I'll get into it now. My other yeah. my other choice for the Jewish high priest is going to be Chris Parnell in a beard. Well, are, are we not doing Dude, it anymore? Mary, he Mary like, over the course of this, went no, from no, being like no. a 35-year-old brown-eyed beauty to looking like Jessica Lange in the flesh. Like... <laughs> I thought you said Natalie Portman earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Natalie Portman to <laughs> Jessica Lange. That's I, right. I, I, would recast, I, I would recast the Pontius Pilate to be... Uh, who's that one bald guy from, like, um, the Judd Apatow movies? You know, like, a lot of them. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to have to look this up. Butterbean? I, uh, no, no, I, no, I don't know who you're talking about, but I'm thinking of... He's like uh, a... He's got, like, a... Like, Keegan-Michael Key? He, I'm thinking of Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, maybe... Uh, maybe it might have been... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. Uh, so anyway, hold on. Si- Simon of Cyrene uh, begins to help Jesus as he's carrying the cross, and he kind of is, you know, helping him. And Jesus can, Jesus is kind of being like, "Hey, you're helping me, man. You can kind." They kind of got that vibe. They kind of got it going. He keeps helping Jesus, and and yeah, they have to. The two thieves are also carrying part of a cross, but Jesus has to carry the whole cross. It's it's not part of his cross though; it's their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're carrying yeah they're <laughs> carrying just the cross beam that their arms are strapped to, because because they're also going to get rid of two thieves at this time. Yeah. So, and what then if Pontius it, Pilate was a Michael Sarah? Like how how funny would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh uh, shit! I don't know. Um, one thing, one one other thing that I think was interesting is, b- right before all this happened, um, the crowd was demanding crucifixion, and Pilate asked, like, didn't hasn't he suffered enough? And um, you know, they asked the King of the Jews thing again. You know, they kind of reaffirmed that he still believes. He is not you know, the he's not, he's not backing down from that. And then the really interesting thing I thought is that uh, Caiaphas, you know, the head of the rabbis, says we have no king but Caesar. You know, so that's like more bait. Like, oh, they're like, you know, they're Roman collaborators. They don't even believe in their own god. You know. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Caesar meaning Caesar. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when when we started pronouncing it Caesar, but apparently it's it's actually Caesar. Caesar is way cooler. Yeah, it sounds more. It's like Kaiser Wilhelm, you know. Actually, and the German King word, Kaiser German, German, so say. Yeah, and actually, the German word Kaiser <laughs> actually comes from you know Caesar. So, there you go. Ah, uh, interesting. So we see Jesus and Simon of Cyrene carrying this cross for a fucking long time they drop it several times they drop it several times the whip count is into the hundreds and yeah in simon simon's getting whipped too he's like side by side with him but he's like into it he's like i'm i'm helping jesus yeah whip me 
I want to, he wants to help him and they just keep going. They keep going up this hill. Jesus falls like for the fifth time. And then he's like, no, Jesus, we're so close. You're so close to finishing this. You're so close to your death. Just keep going. And oh, so, I thought you were going to make like an orgasm joke there. Like you're, you said so close and, and finish. I mean, he does. The plot thickens. <laughs> so during this whole long section of the movie where Jesus is carrying the cross, we get a lot more of the flashbacks. We just start getting a shit ton of flashbacks of Jesus telling his disciples, just like the things we've all heard, like, like, oh, you, you, like, don't hate your yeah. neighbor if you hate your neighbor. Yeah, like, he who is without sin cast the first stone, yeah, I believe. It's, it's they just do. all these idioms. Which is very Jesus. Magdalene, right? Yeah. There, there's, there's some commandments, and know. then there's some of, like, the, the Last Supper. It's just like, a, you, you know, people, like, spin the globe and then, like, put their finger down. And you're like, I'm going to travel here. It's kind of like that with the Bible, where it's just like they randomly just flip the Bible. And it's like a random thing Jesus did. And it has, it really... Yeah, they picked like random things from Jesus' yeah. ministry. It doesn't it, build just Jesus up as a, as like a character. Like I know that's not really like the point and of the movie, but like it doesn't show anything that's like important really to and what like, Jesus represents. Th- this would be a useful like trope in the movie, like seeing flashbacks of him talking if it were used like throughout in the same way but at the end it's just like we're just pumped full of all these flashbacks and we just keep seeing it and it has no meaning it's almost just like kind of very disjointed from what we're seeing i think it's to break up Mm -hmm. this super long scene this no the ultra violence that you're seeing yeah. yeah it's just broken up by the word of jesus and it's like people who are watching this typically know the word of jesus and if they aren't and they're learning it for the first time they're just like putting it in all this fucking violence and it has no meaning because it's just jesus talking and you you would think that like there's dialogue in the like in the violent area to coincide with what we're seeing but there's really not it's just like scripture being injected into this scene because i think it's they realized it was long no they they realized like they're like this movie is way too violent and we like, need to I, add I, like some of the actual positive aspects of Jesus's life, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> because there's no background to what is going on. If if you didn't if you didn't read the Bible, you would understand what's happening, but you wouldn't understand who Jesus is. Yeah, why than, it matters. He just yeah, looked why, like why he'd look like a crazy heretic. Yeah, exactly. And like that that's honestly like like I'm, I'm not saying Jesus was a crazy heretic at all, but I'm saying that this this um the, what after seeing this movie. Like, the story of Jesus seems so small, kind of, J- just because there's, like, no, like, background or, or like, no, um, like, uh... Well, I mean, think j- about j- it, right? He's born, and then, poof, all of a sudden in the book, he's, like, 30 years old, right? Like, they skip, like, his entire childhood and adolescence. Yeah, like, like watching this movie, it's just, like, this is probably, like, what Jesus Jesus's life actually was. Like, he was, like, I'm the king you know, like I, I'm, I like, uh, I, I, I'm the son of God, and other people are like, no, you're not. And it was during a time when saying that could get you killed, and then they, they killed him, and like that was like probably what happened. Like w- without like the whole like religion thing, without the whole religion cloud, like this movie seems so small, like in scope. Yeah, because then it's like, half a day or whatever. They say. Yeah, 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 and it has no background or anything. And like when, when, uh, when, when the flashbacks. 
um, kept happening, like my first reaction was like, "Fuck yeah!" A break from the whipping and the blood, like Jesus, cr- yeah, uh, Jesus, Jesus, Christ. Jesus, <laughs> see, um, finally, like a, like a break from the violence. Like I would be like, "Oh, nice! Like this is gonna be a nice like little like uh, some sub like something of." Uh, of worth, but no, it was just like a random scene from the Bible, and then just went right back to the whipping. And I was just like, "Ah, oh, man, it's just really, really a slog to get through." I actually, I, I took down in my notes. Um, I, I drew parallels to Jesus's um, um, struggle carrying the cross to me finishing the movie. I was like, "God damn, I'm carrying a fucking cross this whole time, dude, trying to finish this <laughs> fucking movie, dude." dude and it, you know what's crazy is that you wrote that down, and you know what I wrote down? I wrote down part of my gripe with this is that it's used to make his followers feel they share in the burden of his persecution and suffering. I take action with the use of the holy cross in everyday settings for the same reason because it's a device of torture, and I feel like people are saying, by extension, I'm bearing this cross by forcing us to watch the entire gratuitous display of violence we of course feel empathy and maybe feel personally affected by something that happened to jesus not to us mm-hmm. definitely definitely uh another thing during this cross carrying that we have not discussed is there's a certain point when this demon woman we saw is revealed and she's like carrying a child I don't oh know no, if that, she's that was n- during the whipping scene i don't know if she's nursing it that was a whipping scene Okay, but it's anyway, a, it's in between the whipping and the cross. Yeah, I don't. It's not. No, the nope. It's right when he right right when he flips over to the stomach. It was in because that's crowd. super important. <laughs> but well, anyway, I'm just so, saying you're wrong and I'm right. So anyway, so there's this demon woman, and we've seen her throughout the whole film, and they lock eyes, and then she's holding this child, and the child turns, and this child has like a hairy back. Did you guys see that? Yeah, it's like a hair. Was she nursing this kid? I don't know. Was that's that's the kid whose face like slowly morphs into a demon, right? I There's think several that was kids the like Judas that in the movie, kid. but um, it's on the it's yeah. in the Wikipedia. Demon babies were very big on you know in Jerusalem at this time, of course. So eventually, Jesus reaches the hill outside of Jerusalem called Golgotha. Golgotha, yes. The Hill of Skulls, uh, which Je- is beautiful, by the way. Uh, Also sometimes called Calvary, you know, from the Latin Calvario for skull. Hill skulls. Go hill skulls. So so Jesus is then crucified by the hands and feet and nailed to a cross. We get to see that in just full detail of a soldier pounding his his hands. We see each hand and then his feet. They kind of measure where his feet are going to be. They add a wooden piece, and then they yeah they na- give him a footrest. That was very considerate. It of was, it was, and I think I think that was kind of just so he could stand there. If they didn't do it, I think it would be hard for them to for him to be hanging there. Just Did they do the, that for everybody in the movie sense? No, I think it's for the movie. Uh, this, well, this, this is also it, yeah. one of the grossest parts of the movie. Yeah, well, uh, and I look- heard and I've heard that in actuality they would have done the nails through his uh, wrists rather than his palms because um, it would have given better support. That's how a lot of um, that. That's how it is in a lot of uh, uh, Catholic like crucifixions. Yeah, depictions the on the wall. Yeah, show yeah, through yeah. the wrists. Okay. So then the the two criminals we saw earlier that were also carrying wood up to there, they're not necessarily being crucified. I don't think they're pounded to it, but they're being kind of hanged in a similar fashion with a piece of wood that they 
they had, I believe their wrists are tied and they're hanging there. And so one of these criminals kind of mocks Jesus um, and is kind of just like talking shit to him. He wants a favor, right? Isn't he like, you say you have these miracles, get us out of here. Yeah, but I think yeah. he's kind of razzing him. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think he believes it. It's not like a, yeah, yeah, can we, you help me? It was like, it's, <laughs> it, it's I'm about to die and so he, are you. He's if just, you're the king of... Yeah, he's just talking shit to him. Okay. Um... So then, as Jesus is hanging from the cross, um, there's a certain point when Jesus asks for forgiveness for the people who did it to him. Like the... Father, forgive the them. The soldiers. Yeah, he, he, he asked... He that a, a couple times, I think, during the movie. Well, this is the first time that he does. So he asked for forgiveness from these people. Um, and one of the criminals, not the one who was rising him, but the other one is like, oh my God, do you see this? He's asking for your forgiveness. He's in this situation, and he's asking for your forgiveness. Um, and so, um, I think that's the moment when the storm clouds start forming above them. Yes, the darkening. Well, yep. is that, that, that happens after Jesus has died, but I, I just want to no, rewind. No, 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 it happens before. Jesus dies when the earthquake happens, but... So the storm clouds appear when he starts asking for forgiveness of the people around him. We get at a certain point we get a weird scene with Mary and it's a, she approaches Jesus. This is after some of the people have left and he's been crucified. And uh we get a close up of Mary, Mary going up to Jesus's bloody feet and she kisses his feet. But that's then, after he's died though. Cuz think that's before no no that that no I, I, that that's no, no, there no, wasn't no, an no. earthquake Ma- mary yet. kisses his feet before she before he lets out the earth the death yeah. rattle she kisses yeah. his feet and gets this weird like lipstick of like yep. feet blood <laughs> so okay. at a certain point we get a close-up shot of mary going up to jesus's bloody feet and she kisses his feet and then pulls away and we just see this like smear of blood all over her face and i honestly at this point, I paused the film and had to make sure this wasn't a Quentin Tarantino film. Wait, wait, just because of the sheer gore? Like no, no because, because of Quentin the feet Tarantino's, thing. Yeah. Oh yes. It no. was funny. Okay. No. Someone and in their the blood, earbuds I mean, laughed. Quen- Someone laughed. If if you laugh, can you tweet, or not tweet? Can you actually comment on the uh, post by Dry Run Pod on Instagram, where it's just an image of the scene where Jesus is jerking off at the beginning, yeah, just hash- on a loop? And can you comment on that saying Sam was right? That was a funny joke. I laughed. I verbalized a laugh. Hashtag funny feet. Like happy feet, but hashtag jerkin J. But Jesus and, you know, comical. So at this time, Jesus kind of gives up hope. Mary had her thing with... <laughs> oh, that sounded wrong. So Mary had her moment with Jesus. And so at this time... Mary, his mom. We're not talking about Mary You're Magdalene. talking about the virgin Mary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she kissed his feet. Mouth. And so... By the way, Joseph, like the, like the adoptive dad, he's been dead for decades, I guess. 
He's just been just been yeah, dead. Yeah, he died pretty early after his. Yeah, like birth. they didn't really talk about that, but I think he was significantly. No, they didn't talk about he anything. was significantly older anything. than the Virgin Mary, which is probably why she was trying to avoid fucking him. Anyway. So after Mary kisses his feet, we see a, a strange shot from the sky, and we see like a single raindrop. We follow a single raindrop going down to the ground. It hits the ground, and then just this storm is starting. I have so much to say about things that happened previously, though. One of the most disgusting parts um, of the movie was definitely, like, the... I mean, obviously, the the crucifixion scene, but they nail in his his first arm, and then the second arm, one of the psychotic, uh, comically evil um, uh, uh, bringers of, of justice... It was like, ah, oh, this is how you do it. And, of course, they're drinking, getting drunk, and they just love uh, fucking nailing people's hands to wood. And he starts pulling his arm and uh, pulling Jesus' arm, and it won't reach the hole where they're supposed to nail in the nail. Um, and he dislocates uh, Jesus' arm, or, or breaks his arm or shoulder or whatever, and it's just the most, dis- like... The most disgusting thing, because you know what's going to happen next, is he's going to also just nail a fucking nail through his hand. And it's just like, so much violence. And uh, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say. And there's also another thing. Before Jesus dies, um, I think the second to last thing he says to God, his father, was, why have you forsaken me? And that just yeah, I commend my spirit. Why have you forsaken me in your? <laughs> yeah, and I I just thought that that was um kind of crazy that that was like almost like the last thing that he said. It was almost like a like oh fuck, this is all for nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is thing. that is. I thought the same thing. It was like Jesus, you were doing so well. Why the fuck do you have to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like all done. you had to do was just die. But no, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this was a mistake. <laughs> and then you died. So after Jesus gives up his spirit and dies, we see a single raindrop fall from the sky, which ultimately triggers an earthquake, uh, which destroys the temple. And we didn't really mention it before, but the Jewish high priest kept he kept he was super hung up on the fact that Jesus said he would destroy the temple and it would be rebuilt in three days. And I think that's alluding to the fact that this earthquake, but then he rose in three days. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember. I'm, I think this is the second temple that gets destroyed. I think the first temple was destroyed sometime during the Old Testament. And so, and then the second temple was rebuilt on this and the second temple was destroyed. And actually, apparently, people took issue with the depiction of the earthquake being basically a punishment for his death because there was an earthquake around this time and it's considered like kind of like a tragedy in Judaism, apparently. Dang, I didn't know that. And it was also I didn't just either. The, the, the depiction of uh, but there the, was... the, the Jewish temple being destroyed because of uh, what the, the Jewish people did. Yeah, basically, yeah, they take issue uh, it, with they, that. They, they, they took it as another anti-Semitic uh, thing that Mel Gibson portrayed in the, in the movie. Yeah, like an artistic liberty that he took that he didn't have to take. Yeah. And another thing I just realized that we missed, right before the earthquake, that other criminal who is hanging up, um, 
that was talking shit to Jesus. Oh, the he's, crow. he's talking to him, and a crow approaches Dude, that him part was ridiculous. and fucking pecks out his eye. Yeah. Super weird. And then there's this shot of like this crow with blood dripping from its beak. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, it was really weird. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a crow just lands on the cross, and the guy looks up. He's like, whoa, 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 what? And then it just, just boom, 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 starts Yeah, it like grabs his... And then the, 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 the guard... Like shoes away the crow, like he gives a fuck. Like, hey, stop pecking out his eye. <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't what? Isn't this why he crucified people? Uh, yeah, wouldn't they get he, picked apart by crows? Wouldn't like, he, wouldn't he let die? him get? <laughs> yeah, this is this is why. I mean, like, if you, if you wanted him to die, just kill him. But you wanted him to get pecked apart by crows, I guess, and crucified. So, I mean, I don't know. It just just seemed kind of weird. And then in the very end, are we getting there? Or is... uh, so during the earthquake, um, we also get this weird shot of that demonic woman or satan or whatever it is it's satan it's, j- j- yeah. just screaming in like Voldemort. a hellscape yeah in hell like yeah just like, like it's like ah! a super shitty cgi like yeah exactly just screaming as this earthquake happens like oh no the religion is started christianity is gonna be a I'm thing i'm going to lose all sin is okay now <laughs> um, oh dude break out the well effect so, so after this earthquake, we get the Roman soldiers and they start breaking the legs of the other two criminals. Yeah, um, which is super brutal. They just, just start. Yeah, like, yeah, they. You just, think the violence is done? Like Jesus, Jesus is dead. They're like, no, we're gonna bust out the knees of these motherfuckers. Yeah, they just start breaking their legs. Disgusting. And then one of them. This is after Jesus has given his death rattle and he's done. But one of them is like, oh, check to see if he's alive. So they grab a spear Mm. and they just stab Jesus right in the ribs. And then the soldier who did it kind of seems like he feels bad about it. Yeah. And then like blood just sprays on Mary and this soldier who fell to his knees. And there's just like a fountain of blood. Oh, yeah. Like everybody feels bad about it besides the Jewish, uh, the Jewish people in the in in the movie is, is the portrayal. Everybody feels bad. Besides the Jews in the movie. Yeah, and shortly after this, uh, we see Jesus brought down from the cross, and we see both Mary's, Mary, his mother, and Mary Magdalene, they're just weeping, and he's taken down from the cross, and then... And you can, like, see his ribs and shit, like, there's, like, chunks of meat, like, ripped out of his side, like, it is... Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. And then, so then we cut to the final scene, which we see... Um, like a big piece of stone opening, like a cave. It's a, like a rock opening this, uh, like cave. And if if you have any sort of previous knowledge on the Bible, this is alluding to when Jesus rose three days after his death. They essentially put his corpse into. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the final they, scene. They put his corpse into a cave, and on the third day they go there, they rose and again. he's gone. He's just not there, and it's like, oh my god, where did he go? But then in this movie, they remove the, the rock, the and, rock he's, and he's there. He's cooling. He's back, and he's fully smiling. And then we see him stand up, and we get a shot of the stigmata on his hand. And his naked ass. We see his <laughs> yeah, naked ass, we too. Pre- we, we just miss his balls. But, but he's like, he is I think happy I, to be alive. Yeah. Little does he know he's going to get called into heaven within, like, 48 hours. Yeah, right. and I, I was wondering I if... I think if I applied the, the Mel Gibson slow-mo 
um, techniques. I think I could I could maybe get a, just like a glimpse of like Jesus's balls during that scene if I really <laughs> slowed it down. That'd be great. To, the holy to seed speed, yeah. And I was wondering, holy seed. I was wondering if this is like him opening the rock to escape, or if this is when I think they God open it. it. Like I'm wondering when this was. Is this after three days? Dude, they they should make a sequel when it's like. Um, it's like uh, the Romans opening it up, and then like Jesus like stands up, smiles, and just fucking kicks their ass, and like <laughs> <laughs> just does karate. <laughs> That'd be sick. Um, and then just so maybe it was Jesus's bare ass that put this idea in my mind, but I wanted to they ask really you guys. Put me over the top. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys if you had stigmata on your hand. How would do you, you th- fuck your hand? How do you think you would jerk off? Would you, oh, jer- gee, would you okay. jerk off traditionally? Thank God you or would were you say like that. fuck your like hand? Like pancake my cock? You mean just like up and down? Like is that called pancake? Well, I don't know. So imagine it's like it's like sort of like perpendicular. I'm talking to the... about fucking the hole in your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. So pancaking yeah. it, you know, like up and down. How is that pancaking it? I would think pancaking your dick is flattening you guys don't, it to uh, a you pancake. Guys don't, you guys don't gauge your hands. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess. What what if, what if in the future? I was thinking like, like you know like in... when you like you do with your hand canes when you play patty cake. Which that would is be not... patty caking yeah, your yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, not so, pancaking. Yeah, so <laughs> patty caking my my pa- cock. Pancaking my <laughs> dick <laughs> makes me dick? feel like I'm like smushing it into a flat surface. Yeah, yeah, like okay. rolling it up inside of myself or something. Yeah, no, yeah, they they probably did that to Jesus, but not to me. Um, no, they offered. They offered you to wish. Me. They're like, we can do this or we can. Uh, it's like part of like the pleasure punishment, you know, menu. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, that was my last note on the film was would you fuck your hand if you had stigmata? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. It's a great just... question. Um I have it written in bold. <laughs> because of like the light that goes through the hole, you're like, ah, that could be big enough. I don't know. I mean, we see his butt. We see that hole. The hand hole, not the butthole. Um, not his rectum. <laughs> so now that we've discussed the passion in detail. Let's discuss the fashion. Because, wow. <laughs> um, Honestly, I think the Jews had the by far the, the coolest... Uh, attire they looked fucking awesome. yeah 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 we yeah there's some good looks in this movie i think that uh king harold was pretty pretty fly. i think that was just bad costume design <laughs> i mean i was joking he looks gar he looked like garbage yeah. um so all we have left is determining a five star rating we have to first f- figure out what our rating system is and then we're going to discuss if we're able to separate the art from the artist. Uh, we'll first start with the rating system. Let's discuss. What do you guys think? I'm thinking maybe out of five. Is this an open discussion or are we all going? Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, dis- we're discussing the rating system first. What if we have to agree on So what, what are we rating? Uh, like quarts of blood. How many quarts of blood of Jesus? One to five quarts of blood. So or, I'm going to see this. Solid. So there's two pints. There's two pints and a quart. How many quarts of blood does a typical Siri? How much blood does a typical person have in quarts? 
Okay, I found this. You, you son of a. Ugh. Well, look up. I, I look have up with and you we calling can do the Jesus math. a typical person, though. Siri, well, how much volume of blood does, does an Jesus adult have? have? I found this on the web. All right, well, this isn't working. 10.5 pints of blood in an yeah, adult perfect, body. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Five quarts. It's essentially almost the full blood. The full blood of an, uh, of an average well, so Jesus. There's two, well, there's two pints in a full quart. Full blood so of an average Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you're about right. Five quarts is about all Five Jesus. Five quarts. Siri, what's so, in an average Jesus? So our rating system is how many pints of blood were spilled. Five being the best, one being the worst. Wait, so like we want Jesus to suffer? I mean, I yeah, guess, yeah, I guess yeah. he has, so it's what, what we want is well, kind of past the point. Well, it's what we saw. Yeah. So we're going to go through and discuss our gripes with the movie, what we liked about it, and then we're going to get, attribute it a, a rating of one to five quarts of blood spilled. We will start with Nathaniel. Solid two. Solid two. Um, Solid two we, out of five. We can discuss our a coagulated why, two. We can discuss why we're giving it a two if you want. Um, I'm I'm gonna give it a two because, I mean, I I literally just watched this movie this morning, but I like I've been thinking about it all day, not only anticip in anticipation for this podcast, but it's like deeply disgusting. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really sticks with you. It, I felt fucking just dis- literally the first thing. I I mean, granted, I finished this movie at around I think two p.m. today. So I was planning on showering anyways. <laughs> but the first thing that I did after I finished this movie was masturbate. Yeah, I mean, I took a, a quick stroll in the forest and then hopped in the shower. Uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, really, truly disturbing. Um, the way that it kind of... Uh, it, it leaned on the violence in such a way that... If another movie were to show the same amount of uh, graphic violence, you couldn't really make the same arguments as this movie makes. So it made me it made me think oh, but about he suffered so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it made me think about. It made me think a lot. It it did it did stir my brain juices. Um, it didn't uh, it didn't make me a uh, it, it didn't make me a Christian. Um, but it made me think about what other people would think. And um, then that, that that that's how I, I judge movies a lot is like how, how do I feel after I watch the movie like did it keep me thinking about the movie after I I've, I've shut the movie off you know and this one did do that didn't um, I artistically I think day, the movie's you, trash back in the day didn't you say your parents saw the movie in theaters like yeah they were, yeah yeah they were and I was actually meaning who... God damn it I, I was actually meaning to um, call my mom today before this and uh, ask I'm her what pod. she thought of it. I could call her right now. You could call her right now. We we, we could. Should I call my mom? <laughs> we're we're reaching the two hour mark, so perhaps do you well, think she'll, I mean, an, the, like, do you think she'll answer and give a prompt really. answer on her feelings of passion and the Christ? <laughs> hey mom, you're live on yeah. air. Hey, how about this movie you saw in two thousand four? How the fuck do you feel? <laughs> I could not tell her that she was uh, on speakerphone, I guess. Oh, well, that's, that, that's a key part of this. He's, you do not say, hey, mom, want to talk about your religious beliefs to an undefined room? 
to a to a large audience of thousands and of people. And you're live. She's like, "What? Did you guys see She's the? Like, oh, hey, honey, and you're live. <laughs> did, did and we're back. <laughs> did y'all see the ratings of our first episode? We're up no. in the thousands. Oh fuck yeah, dude. What? Yeah, you released it. Yeah, we're Nuh-uh. in the thousands. There's no the L.A. Confidential one. The idea is that he's got recorded footage of us talking about it for when it's up in the thousands. Oh, I was like, there's no way, dude. That that we're trying to trick the viewers into thinking this is popular. The Nazi party started at number three hundred. I can call my so, mom. If you want. Do you guys to, want me to, to call my to mom? Su- to, if you want to. The Nazi party. The Nazi party. I think I think we should order Darbar though. But um, oh, <laughs> 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 the cuttlefish. <laughs> But yeah, 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 yeah. Give a give a give a give a final statement on your review. Oh, okay. Um, artistically, the movie's garbage. Um, the pacing is, dude. Okay, you you. So so um, with LA Confidential, I was like, wow, I don't feel like an hour or like or like a minute or a second of fat could have been trimmed. This one, it's like, my sweet sweet Lord Jesus Christ. Why the fuck is this movie so long, dude? It's 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 agonizing. Like I I, <laughs> I, I, I I was begging for Jesus to be nailed to that cross, and it should have happened at least thirty to forty five minutes before it did. And dude, what, 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 what's super fucked up about this is that like there's no padding on like the epilogue or like the prologue of the movie. Like, oh, it's very jarring when it comes back to life. It's it's. It's just it just happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like oh, we'll just add Jesus, uh, like uh, coming back to life in the very end, and just like some super cheesy fucking oh, there's a hole in his hand, <laughs> like oh, this happened. Oh wait, he's coming back to life, and then boom, the movie's done. It's like Mel Gibson. Yeah, so Dude, you know that the actor has agreed to play Jesus in the sequel, right? And I'm. Oh. Not- and Dude, I'm I, not, I, I, and I'm I, not kidding. I saw on the Wikipedia page that uh, there was a the sequel uh, part of it, but I, I scrolled down to the controversies part and then totally forgot to click on the sequel yeah, yeah, part. Yeah, so. a, yeah, there's a sequel that's been in the works ever since then. <laughs> Jesus, the sequel. <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to be called Resurrection of what the Christ. What year is it in? Is bet. it in 2020? Because I went to... The no, most recent, I mean, the most recent about discussion about it was this year, yes. Really, it, it could wow. happen. It could happen. No, no, but uh, it really is. Uh, it really is garbage. Um, it really is. Uh, if if it didn't hold so much, if religion wasn't a thing, this movie I w- would get a zero out of five for me. But because it, zero it, out of five pints of blood. Yeah, yeah. No, no blood spilled. So can you didn't separate? You start by saying two. <laughs> Wait, well, that, that that'll be after. No, no, I am giving it a two because of the the weight behind the movie. And because of the way it made me think about like how other people will view the movie. But you just said zero. Well, if religion wasn't a thing, if this was just a oh, regular movie and if I Jesus didn't it. hold any like sort of context nowadays, I would give it a zero. I think this movie's trash, but So be, because we're so deep seated in Christianity you're giving it a two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, be, because of um There you go, Vatican free point. Free free two points. All right, Tim, let's hear your uh, pints of blood for this film. 
All right. You know, so to be honest, I got to say, um, I've been an atheist since I was like 12. I liked this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. I'm not going to say that I liked it <laughs> because I think I agree with the pretty round criticisms of the pacing, the general recharacterization of the crowds and kind of just the general sort of the movie had an angle. I think I think it's very, very easy to say that it had an angle, especially when you look at what he was screaming to those cops two years after this movie came out. Um, <laughs> I, um, I think that... Um, the movie had an angle, but I, I mean, it's crazy because this movie is really powerful. Like, I was watching it, and, like, like after watching, like, I consider myself a follower of Jesus, even though I don't believe in God. And after watching Jesus just get beaten to a pulp, you know, and just get, you know, just brutalized in this torture porn for, like you know, over an hour, it affected me, you know, it made me, it riled me up in a way that I didn't expect it to, and I thought that that was really interesting, and actually kind of really, maybe a little dangerous, given the fact that, you know, I didn't want that to happen, so, I mean, you know, he spilled a lot of blood, and so, in terms of, um, I'm gonna give it three pints of blood on the contingency that it's really not that good of a movie but it's just like this is like it's 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 so hard to evaluate whether they told the story right when this is a story that we've been hearing in our society a lot of us especially you know people raised in christian families i mean this is a story that's been hammered into me you know so like it's hard for me to evaluate whether they told it right i guess you could say because you know it's like i already know the basic plot points and so if they fill it in with a bunch of bullshit you know it's it's so yeah i guess i guess i'll give it three i did i didn't like it that much i i would three pints of blood yeah three pints don't take your kids to see it three pints of blood huh okay um, so I guess I would change my rating to a one then, just based on Tim's because it it did have certain. Uh, I would change my if religion wasn't a thing. I would change my rating from a zero to a one, because uh, it did make me feel uh, squirmy and and riled up. I guess so. It did do a good job in depicting gore, which is a merit in its own, I suppose. Sweet, um. This is a tough one, honestly. I personally, I tried to give it a fair shake. I watched it in the morning, and when I saw Jesus being tortured, I went to the kitchen and I had a bottle of wine, and I poured myself a glass of red wine for the blood of Christ, just to try to get in the mindset of, you know, church, just the normal church thing. But when watching this movie, um, it was hard to look past the pacing. The pacing was so bad. Like this movie, like we talked about earlier, it was only half a night. Like the, the last hour of the movie was Jesus dragging 
the cross up to be crucified and it literally lasted an entire hour of just him carrying a cross falling getting back up carrying it and then being crucified it there was so much that could have been trimmed from this movie it was unnecessarily long i that is a big thing for me like if a movie is longer than it needs to be i it just completely takes me out of it I can't do it. I will say that the production value was really high. It was clearly, um, there was a lot of money behind this film. Like, it looked good, but it was almost to its own demise in the sense that it was so stylized, especially in that beginning with the torches and Jesus in the woods. It just looked so bad. It was, like, slightly slow-mo. Like, it, it just looked awful. It was just so stylized. It it was clearly a film it took me out of it it wasn't like i was looking into a window of something that was happening it was just something being replicated in this very stylized way that i was viewing that being said the production was obviously there was a lot of money behind it 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 looked good aside from that very stylized bit but I don't know, the acting was alright, Jesus, he acted like he was being hurt the whole time, I don't know. His breath was very rattled. Yeah, fun role, he just looked in pain the whole time. This is not really my cup of tea, but I can... Are you about to cry? No. I'm <laughs> gathering my thoughts. I... Tears onto one. They, slaughtered, they slaughtered younglings. So... I don't know, there, there is some merit to this film, but it really is, I don't know, I don't think it was very good. I would probably give it two quarts of blood out of five. Um, I think that's enough where you're still alive and you shouldn't be woozy, you're still able to... Oh, you'll be very woozy, that is 40% of your blood. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, I think oh, yeah. you're still able to carry... Cl- cross because jesus clearly lost more than two quarts of his blood throughout this film and if i am to base my life on this film is it i can carry a cross losing three quarts of blood it looked like it is it possible jesus didn't suffer better than jesus (laughs) i was gonna say is it possible jesus didn't suffer as much as they said he did I think I'll leave that, that for our viewers to get angry about. I honestly <laughs> think I could do better than Jesus, and I think I've suffered more <laughs> in my life. I will. I've suffered more in 2020. Yeah, I got, I got a, I got a like a 12-hour ban uh, from Twitter one time. What? Yeah, dude. It was. I, I don't even. I don't even know why they banned me. Dude, Trump has been working on that. He's racking up bans. So, lastly, we just have to have a discussion on separating the art from an art from the artist. Um, if we're able to do it with Mel Gibson in this film, um, we'll start with Nathaniel. Hell no, no. Th- th- this is not a th- this is not a film where you separate the art from the artist. This was a th- this was a passion project from Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson took creative liberties, quote unquote. Um, and I think I, I, I can see a lot of anti-Semitism um, 
because Mel Gibson directed this movie. I also see a lot of parallels between this movie and Apocalypto um, as far as um, uh, like slow motion and uh, just like uh, cinematography goes. I think Apocalypto um, was the last one he released before he was canceled. Oh, really? Hacksaw Ridge came out in 2014. It's his latest film. 2016. That, that, yeah, yeah. That's his latest. But yeah, I'm... I'm uh, this is one of those movies where you absolutely cannot um, separate the the director from the film because as far as I know, which I actually haven't done too much research into, this was a, a, a passion project from Mel Gibson, right? Like, did he... Did, 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 did someone come to Mel Gibson? No, he wanted to do this. Right, okay. So that that's, that, that's what I thought. Um, this is something that, that Mel Gibson wanted to do, and he had all of the creative liberties to portray it however he wanted to portray it. And th- this is Mel Gibson's religion, and we are watching Mel Gibson's religion on screen. Yeah, his and, specific... Uh, his specific view of what he believes in, um, and so no, and absolutely not. Like uh, this could not be farther from L.A. Confidential. In my eyes, uh, Kevin Spacey held uh, a supportive role, and he, he did very well in that. Um, this is not a supportive role. Mel Gibson is the director and possibly producer of this movie. Um, and he had the final say um, in everything. And, uh, yeah, I, I always have a super weak ending that I don't know how to end with. Say pow. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have to side with you on this one. I think the fact that he yelled about how Jews made everything bad in the world drunkenly like two years after this movie came out pretty clearly tells me what he was going for when he made this movie and again I'm not saying that the Catholic Church believes that um, Jews are responsible for the death of Jesus in fact again they have stated they have stated that they don't believe that in the second ecumenical council aka Vatican II um, but what we need to remember is that Mel Gibson does not believe that any pope past John Paul II is legitimate, or at least he was raised to believe that. Therefore, yeah, man, I, I, I can't I can't undo this from him. I I don't know if I believe all of like the random ass allegations against every bad thing that he's ever done, but I mean this movie I, th- I think this movie is dangerous i think i think weaponized it has the potential to cause you know just a lot of undue harm to a lot of people and actually really quick i would use this opportunity to point out that um yeah before the film was released um 20th century fox actually turned down distributing this film on the grounds that they thought it was anti-semitic and their um their excuse me they told uh they they told uh, new york assembly uh, new york assemblyman don hyken that um uh 
you know, they don't think people should be distributing this film. They think it's unhealthy for Jews. Um, some Orthodox rabbis disagreed and said that it contained good portrayals as well, and therefore it was fair. So it's not accurate to say that every Jew feels this movie is anti-Semitic. I, as a uh, as a as a Gentile, you know, as a non-Jew. Um, I kind of think it was. I don't know if it was intentional, but it was clear that he was going in with some biases, you know, and he, I mean, he made the good Jews into, like, sexy Italians and the bad Jews into, like, hook-nosed, gap-toothed, you know, like, warty fucks. So, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say I can't separate it. No way. Also, the the quote-unquote good Jews, they're never... They're, they're never clearly stated as Jews to begin with. They're just supporting characters. You're right. They're so, just kind of so, there. So, so someone that has never read the Bible or, or who knows who these characters are, the quote-unquote good Jews, um, they could be are, are not Jews at all. The, 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 only, the only characters that are clearly portrayed as Jews or Jewish are um, the ones ordering Christ's crucifixion. And the ones who, you know, who have a, uh, as Ingo would say, a uh, problematic, um, what, 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 what do we say with the, uh, with, with the Gringotts, uh, a, a problematic portrayal yeah, yeah, of, of Jewish yeah. people. Yeah, they're, Gringotts, yes. They, 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 they're, they're very uh, stereotyped. Um, as, and as a matter of fact, I think a lot of people confused the, uh, like, Voldemort Satan figure for being, like, a Jew, which only suggests that the movie was not doing any favors to the Jews if that was where their mind was going. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I don't think people's mind is just going to, you know. Yeah. Harry, Harry Potter was not in full swing yet. I don't know when, the, when Harry Potter got popular in film. Well, I, I I think it 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 lends credence to um, the possible, at, at very least, oversight of Mill Gibson to have Pontius Pilate have like a character building scene where he's like, I just don't feel right about this, and then to have the Jewish population being like, burn the witch, and that's all that they do the whole movie, like. And then Mel Gibson's like, "Oh well, well there, there's a lot of positive portrayals of uh, of Jewish people. Um, you you know, there's uh, there's uh, there's Peter, there's um, Mother. Ma- Wait, actually, Peter wasn't a positive one, was he? Well, but uh, like, well, Peter, all Peter, his- Peter Peter's a good guy. He just made some mistakes. Yeah, um, yeah. All, all all of um, Jesus's disciples, or like whatever, and." Uh, Mary Magdalene or whatever. Yeah, Mary Mary Magdalene. They like didn't but, mention but, but her they by don't... name the whole movie. It's just no. yeah. In the, the credits, they're like, oh, that's Mary Magdalene. I was like, oh, the hot Italian woman is Mary Magdalene. Yeah, okay. yeah. There, there's no positive portrayal of like Jews the whole entire movie. The Jews um, by name crucify Jesus. They demand. Um, uh, Pontius Pilate to crucify Jesus and he tries multiple times to not give the Jews what they want. No, no, no. Let, let's have mercy. Let's have mercy. Let, please, please, let's have mercy. I'll, I'll give you four chances. And then the Jews are like, burn the witch! And then that that's all they do the, the whole entire time. And then in the end uh, the, the their fucking temple fucking collapses. 
So, I mean, I could definitely see how, how, how it's anti-Semitic. I mean, it doesn't do any favors uh, to Jewish people at all. Man, it would have been so nice to have, like, a Jewish friend watch this with us. Yeah. Could have been. Wow, I'm actually surprised. Uh, I don't agree with you guys at all. Um, I think this movie is very anti-Semitic. I think that it is awful. Um, what did you guys say? Wait, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what we said. I feel like that's what I was trying to say. I think, oh, my, I think, oh, my, I think oh, okay. my take was a little more nuanced than that, but I, I didn't enjoy it, no. Yeah, it's a bit. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie's awful. Um, I We definitely can't separate the art from the artist. Uh, looking at Mel Gibson later in his life and the things that he said on tape, it's clear he has some prejudice to Jewish people. And I think it's very clear throughout this movie. And I think that it is up front with this entire film. It's not, it's not hidden. It's not subtle. It's something that, I don't know. He took the Bible and he spun it slightly in his own way, even though it is slightly problematic to begin with. Have, have, have we mentioned the fact that um, Mel Gibson, there, there was an allegation of uh, Mel Gibson referencing um, Jewish people as oven dodgers? That's right. This was is that this is uh, this is unrelated to the movie. After. I think it was after it was years after and it yeah, was unre- yeah, yeah. it was unrelated, but that that did happen as well. Yes. He made he made some kind of crude joke about Jewish people being called oven dodgers. You know, as if as it you know like a draft dodger, as if they it should be wrong that they dodged an oven. <laughs> <laughs> That's me when I'm taking out a pizza, am I right? I'm not trying to hit the sides. Yeah. You ever burn your hand on the side of like a restaurant oven, dude? Like uh, that shit'll make your skin fall off two days later. What restaurant ovens were you around? Yeah, the one where they smoke pimento wood at Smalley's, which is no longer a restaurant, but was at a time one of the only traditional Jamaican restaurants in the United States. All right, guys, uh, this is a lot of fun. I have a song to take us out that is. Uh... It's a good, it's a good fit. Let's hear it. Join us next week as we move to our next monster, Woody Allen, in his film, Annie Hall.